When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This episode of An Unexpected Podcast is brought to you by Martha Kirk, Denise Smith, and Mothers Everywhere. Thank Thank you. you. Hello, friends, and welcome to An Unexpected Podcast. I'm Ez. And I'm Lane. And we're talking Tolkien. We're coming to you from the Shire of America, the beautiful state of Ohio, and a little village called Amanda. What village is it again? Amanda. <laughs> okay, I just, I, I don't know. We, last week we played the, uh, I'm sorry, a fortnight ago, we played the wonky little Amanda intro. We did, and actually I just went and I checked their Facebook, uh, or I'm sorry, their YouTube channel out, and um, they're up to like a billion hits. So all the uppers wow. must push them. Pages of Paul is on the top top 10 charts now, guys. Thanks awesome. for that. Awesome. So Amanda's on the map That's in great. a second way. <laughs> That's good. That's good. We are wired. Mm-hmm. I mean, wound for sound. I kept... Okay, so usually we come in with this energy, right? Uh-huh. And then it just kind of sort of fades gently yeah. throughout the evening. Yeah. It's not going to. Where's it going to happen, man? It's, it's not going to happen. It's not. The sun will not set this day. Well, I think it's also the chapter that we're talking about yeah. today. It's oh really got gosh. us amped up. This is we're out of that misty fog, you know, yes. like the confusion is is gone. Yeah. So I'm I'm clear really cut. really excited. I guys, story. I told us this one this one's going to be an hour and a half. This is a short episode. It, we'll see about that. <laughs> we will see about that. Um, all right, so let's jump into our quick council. We're going to have some new audio. Um, yeah little intros here we're working on lane just figured out which ones we want to do so yeah kind of and we're waiting for ezra's approval so well i'm gonna after we have our spat we'll let you know (laughs) to cut it up and make sure it make sure it works you know okay Uh, okay, anyways so uh quick counsel how you doing my friend i'm doing good good i'm doing good life's great yeah um we dedicated this episode to our mothers and mothers everywhere yep yeah yeah, it's. Uh, I think this will. You said this will drop um, right before Mother's Day. Yeah, this is the Sunday. Uh, yeah, yeah, right before Mother's Day. Yeah, okay, right, 
Perfect. All Took right. me a while to remember that. I'm glad I. I'm glad I nailed it. Um, <laughs> so no, we we do want to big uh, give a big uh, uh, shout out to all the uh, mothers who are listening, and um, you know also remind you, don't forget next week's Mother's Day. That's right. Treat those mothers <laughs> so, right. And yeah. um, we didn't record it right now, but we're gonna cut away really quick mm-hmm. to uh, a recent mother, my beautiful wife Goldberry. Her God given name or birth name, I guess, is. Sarah Smith, and um, she's got a cool little story to share about some of the why, I guess, really fleshing out why mothers are so amazing mm-hmm. and why, especially new fathers, I guess, are just kind uh-huh. of butterburs. I don't know. I mean, yes, you exactly. Know, it's exactly what they kind are. Kind of whatever. Guys, this was a great opportunity for me to sit down one on one with Mrs. Smith. I don't like how you said that. What? I don't like how you said that. I'm sorry. I'd say it's what happened. <laughs> so I got some inside intel. Winnie was also there. She was. It was kind of one on two. She My was daughter very was quiet. Though. She was. She was kind of I she was yeah. I think she's unsure of the podcasting process. Well, and it's all new to her. Yeah, Everything's was, new to her. She was eyeing the mic. Big she time. was eyeing it. And as soon as we stopped recording, what did she do? No, oh, she starts talking. Started talking. Yeah. So it's great. So yeah. all right. We'll take a, a quick uh Listen to that. Uh, well, right that was a smooth transition. Quick, yeah. quick, okay, uh, right into it. Wow. Jesus criminy. And here's Mrs. Smith. Hey, uppers. We are here with a very special mother. Um, we like to call her the sort of, you know, you always have the, the team mom, you know, of like the baseball team or what have you. She's the team mom of our podcast. She is uh, a.k.a. Goldberry uh, Sarah Smith. You know, she's here with us. How are you doing, Sarah? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. So we're kind of dedicating this uh, episode to mothers and you are very, well, actually you're holding your child right I now. I am. She just woke up from a nap that her dad got her up from, which is, I think what I'm here to share is something that uh, okay. has happened recently within the middle of the night. Okay. I've not heard. Okay. Let's, let's hear this. Okay. So, oh, you going to oh. talk, Winnie? <laughs> oh, she's getting She's looking mic. right by the microphone. Hey guys. Tell them hi. <laughs> All right. So I am nursing her. I'm breastfeeding, have been for 18 weeks now, four months. Uh-huh. And um, when you do that, and I have a pretty decent milk supply. Sure. Let's just, you know, I'm very grateful. But yeah, I've um, opened the freezer. So I. Yes, I know. it's in there. And <laughs> with working, I'm thankful that I still have some. And um, yeah. I'm getting up in the middle of the night, right? Most, most evenings and I'm pretty exhausted working and, um, breastfeeding in the night and she's getting up two or three times still. Oh yeah. Um, two or three times in the night to nurse and Mm -hmm. Lane has decided that it's not totally fair that I have to get up every time and he just sleeps peacefully through Mm -hmm. the night because I said to him one night, I said, or the next day I said, how on earth her monitor is in our room. Mm-hmm. You hear her cry. You hear her. You don't budge. <laughs> Nothing. So he's pretty self-conscious of it, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The next night, she's crying. I fed her. I laid her down. She started crying again. Okay. I'm like, oh, my God. Okay. He told me to wake him up. I look at him. I'm like, hey, Lane, Lane, you need to, please, go, can you go get her? She's like crying and she, you know, mm-hmm. she won't go back to sleep. I've, I've nursed her already. She's been burped, blah, 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 blah. Can right. you go deal with her? 
He literally says to me, Huh? What? Huh? Yep. Hey. I said, Lane, you know, can you do this? Yeah. What? Who are you talking about? I'm like, our our daughter. Who do you want me? I'll, yeah, I'll go rock her. But who? who? For, this continues for literally a minute. And I'm like, hey, oh. bud, like, I'll deal with it. Like, it's not a big deal. He goes, wait, yeah, I'll get her. I'll get her. I'll get her. No worries. No worries. Rolls right back over and falls asleep. No. <laughs> no clue. He had no clue the next morning. He even said that. No So way. then the next night, same deal. She got up a couple of times and... um. Probably the second wake up, she refused to go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. After you know, she was asleep. I laid her down. She popped back up because she's laying on her belly now because she's more comfortable. You know, stuff like that. Right. Um. So I look at him and I, you know, I'm like, well, we'll give us another try. He probably won't wake up. Whatever. Right. Hey, Lane, can you can you deal with her? You know, I I've tried. I just I need to go back to sleep. Could you rock her? And he goes, Yeah. I mean, I could. <laughs> Rolled right back over and fell asleep. No. I text him because in the middle of the night, he didn't remember the next morning. He's like, I am a jerk. I'm a complete jerk. So let's, let's just chalk oh. it up as Lane Smith as a very, very, um, hard sleeper. Oh yeah. Okay. You're wow. This is interesting. I, I, we might have to take this a little further. There might have to be a, I, I could come over and provide some sleep therapy session. Yes. Please situation. do, but then the, the next evening, he did say, he popped right up and, and okay. dealt with her. Oh, yeah, 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 I got her. No problem, no problem, no problem. Okay, so we just have to get him in, the, in this in this habit. Yeah. You know, yeah, wow. Make him aware of it, you know. Wow, wow. So, yeah, I mean, I could, that is... you know, rock her to sleep. But, <laughs> but I'm, I'm sure, sure. I like could. Her. But so. I'm, I'm trying to sleep over here for crying out loud. Yeah, but we oh got her back to sleep, gosh. and she's all right. She survived. She's sleeping uh, good. She had two naps today, and... Well, see, that's my point, right, is that we've got these, you know, awesome, wonderful mothers who just do so much for all of us, and oh. yeah, I just, I don't know, I, you guys have no idea, like, Sarah is the reason we are able to do this podcast, just to be very so clear, sweet. seriously, so now, um, <clears throat> well, look at that, she's really, <laughs> she's staring at bro- I mean, Winnie, hey, you gonna say, say something hi? for the podcast? You tell him something. Well, she might hear in a second, guys. You never know. Predictions. So, um, thoughts about the show, right? Yeah. <laughs> she says she still loves her daddy, even though he doesn't wake up in the yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. That's why I've noticed you're right today. I mean, every time mommy pops around the corner, oh, the smile just lights up. There's there's the lovely mommy who, you know, takes care of me at night. She's actually shaking her head at Lane <laughs> right now as he tries to give her a little kiss. What are you doing? Uh, that's awesome. Well, in all seriousness, thank you so much. Thank you. You know, because there are nights, this is so true, where we are podcasting till 2 o'clock in the morning, and I'll see Sarah walk through like a zombie. Are you guys, are you guys still podcasting? What's going on? All right, we'll see. <laughs> it's rules. But I mean, yeah, she makes this possible. So, because the appendices get a little wild and. We get a little crazy down here, so it's all good. I'm yeah. glad we can. I'm glad we can do it yeah. in the Shire of America, right, Winnie Sue? Yeah. Will you tell him goodbye. See you, Winnie. You tell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she's just chilling. All right, thank you, and back. Thank you to today's episode. And we're back. And so that yeah, so um, like Sarah, that's embarrassing. 
Yeah. Sarah did point out, though, I, I don't have any memory of that. I'm kidding. And I don't. Um, uh-huh. But that doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it right. So Yeah. And I'm trying to do better. I just, I don't know, man. I'm, I mean, I could make excuses for you. I could. <laughs> if you've but. listened to the appendices, um, if you're on Patreon, you've listened to the appendices, you know that I, I don't like sleep. I love to be asleep, but the whole transition of going to sleep and then coming out of sleep for mm-hmm. me is, yeah. I've got some kind, I have, I need to go see a uh, psychiatrist because I'm sure there's some some history and like um, some sort of trauma there. I don't think you have to convince anybody, just so you know. I feel I feel compelled to as okay. That's part of my healing process. So if you want to talk to my psychiatrist about that, I, I can get you his number. Okay. Um. Right. But it's number. You mean the? It shouldn't the, be. You shouldn't shame someone who's processing dream baggage. Dream situation. Well, the dream whale was actually. I mean, if you so you're wow. It shows what a good listener you are. No, Maybe I that's listened. Part of the problem. I listened. No, my dream whale was actually a savior. But I mean, it took me two. Good dreams, if you remember, save me yeah. from nightmares. I got oh, it. Oh yeah, is that what you said? Oh, I got it. <laughs> so it's difficult for you to come out of the dream Dude, whale. Wouldn't this be so saying? much more fun if we liked each other? Yeah, I think I, everyone I, thinks that it's a joke. Get, we really, I really get irritated with each other. With Lane, when he, uh, we're trying to get into an episode here. Okay, so get into let's it. Cut the crap. Well, this is quick counsel. It is quick counsel. So um, another quick update. We just had an awesome. It's very. Um, this chapter is me. Are again? Are the weather? Like what's happening right now with us is like mirroring the chapter. It's just as is there some sort of deeper magic that is causing our real life and even what's our surroundings to parallel mm-hmm. the story. Perhaps it's man. weird, man. Because it's, it's, it's never-ending story-like is what it is. It's it kind of is. Yeah, Atreyu. <laughs> um, is so is it like kind of I I because I wonder how did what season it's spring. Obviously, right up yeah. here in the northern hemisphere. Not for all of our listeners, though. We got right. Adam down in Australia, so it's fall. It's heading into winter down there. Okay, but um, what did today feel like? A spring day? No, it, no. Fe- it felt like fall. It felt like fall. Yeah. What season are we in in our in our beautiful, glorious reading right now? I believe we're in fall. I believe we're in the fall. Yeah, that's right. Kind of weird. Kind of a strange coincidence, is it not? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah, but but still, we we made the most of it. We went outside and we had. Uh, you know, we threw our, our meat on the grill and, uh, and there's video evidence of that too. Okay, yeah. We, we did a little, did a little live Facebook. We're tinkering with live, we're terrible Facebook. with live Facebook. So yes, sorry I about that. It, I think, I think it's, it'll play better, not live than it did live though. Okay. I think we'll look back someday and think that was pretty cool. Okay. That was, that was fun. Good. I'm glad. Good. I, there's a, I mean, there's, we discovered a barrow in my backyard again, parallels. Um, <laughs> seriously, we're grilling some meat, uh, probably, a little fresher than Butterbur offered up in this chapter. And maybe, I don't, I guess we did. I mean, I don't know. Do you remember exactly how the meat's described? Cause there's lots of types of meat out there. Baby. Uh, yeah, I do a little bit. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Yeah, I'm getting I, ahead I, of this myself. This is a good meal. Again, yeah. I'm kind of, kind of talking like Butterbur. Yeah. We had some good food. We hung out by the fire, had some good discussion yep. as did some Jedi mind tricks on me. And here we are guys. Here we are. The 10th episode. I think we should, we play some kind of sound effect there. That's like, you know, Dun, da, da. <laughs> sure. I was thinking like those little trumpets. Well, please don't go back to the firework. Uh, I don't think I could repeat that even if I tried. Hey, you know what? From what I remember, people liked that. Okay, sure. Uppers were fans of the right. uh, um, firework sound effects. But yeah, 10th episode. So we want to thank you for making it possible. We want to um, thank, obviously, Mr. Mr. Tolkien for writing such an amazing, amazing uh 
work of literature that we could spend 10,000 episodes on. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. And um, yeah, I don't know. It's just amazing. I, I, I thought... And, and, and guys, our community is growing. It feels like more, growing. though, actually. It does feel like more, but it also, I'm like, our community is growing so fast. Yeah, it is. We have, like, um, we've got that new Facebook group that people are jumping into. We, have, we just hit 100 members. Mm-hmm. Um, so the conversation is going there. Yep. Uh, you know, the, the, um, when we put the chapter reread up there, we're getting comments, and that thread Absolutely. Is, is growing and, and Absolutely. braiding itself. It's it's really cool because you guys again we we are learning from you and we've been talking a lot about just the different things that we take away from that group that are awesome. It's, yeah. it's adding depth to uh, the podcast and to the reread and and to the club itself. Yeah, so it's amazing. It's going way far beyond just threads and polls now. It's you guys getting to comment and leave. What it's cool. It's just such a. Um, I don't know. Talking, yeah. we're talking about hiking. We're talking about you know other books that we've read. We're talking about you know things that make us laugh. It's it's really really cool. It's yeah. a it's a cool way to do business. Absolutely, and pleasure. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, check out the Facebook group, Facebook page, uh, all that goodness, and we will keep updating you guys there. Yeah. Um, now, are we ready to jump into the next segment? Trying to think. It's up to you. I think we are. I think so. Did you want to talk about the new Patreon stuff? Oh my gosh, yes. Why don't you talk about that real quick? Because I have to pull up an article. Okay, yeah. You do that, and I'll be right back. No, that's good. (laughs) Wow. Jesus. Um, Here we go. The voices are coming out. Um, No, so we we have an idea. Uh, People have asked us about uh, some shirts and some different things. Lane just comes up with, uh, I don't know where he gets these ideas from, but for <laughs> slogans and titles and whatnot, uh, like the, the the name game has always thrown me off. I never know when it's coming. He just drops it in there on me. So just so you guys know that it's completely, I don't know when that's happening. And I also don't even know what the names are until he, boom, pops it into the doc. <laughs> so, uh, and those are all him. Like he, he comes up with these and every act- week. Should we share that there is an actual, we're not going to share the reason. Maybe we said we'd save it. So now. we said we'd save it, but but I mean we we said we didn't say when. Did, I mean, should we let's sh- keep let's keep leading them on. Okay, keep. Okay. There is, but I'll just say this much: there is a reason that we do the name game. And it it's not what you would think. No, much like much like everything in this in this book, it's very unexpected. That's right. Yeah. So <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, but it did originate from something real. It did. Yes. Absolutely did. Yeah. Um, so, the, so the Patreon plug, just very quickly, um, we are creating a, a, another tier, hopefully, where we can kind of um, get you guys a t-shirt or some mm-hmm. swag, you know, some mm-hmm. swag bag, you know what I'm saying, some action. Um, oh, yeah, you know? yeah, boy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I sounded cool or not there. I, yeah, Probably Neither not. of us did. No, it's okay, though. And uh, really what it be is it would be basically, you know, if you sign up uh, for that tier, um, that next level tier, which well, we would call it the elves, high elves or something. What would we I call think that's it? what you're throwing around. I, I really like that. Because I so far. Because we've got hobbits yep, right now. We've got, uh, and is there a dwarf in there as well? Yeah, I think there is okay. uh, somewhere. But yeah, so basically the next tier, uh, we, we would we would provide you with a t-shirt. And then I, bet, I think every four to five months or maybe three to four, I guess mm-hmm. we were talking about doing like a, um, sort of like a, like a, what do, you, what do you call that? Like a, like a bag of goodies, you know, like some, some stuff like send yeah. them, you know, a thing. Some, it could be a Michael Scott gift basket. <laughs> well, okay. It, Where are the turtles? <laughs> I don't think it would be that cool. Um, 
but it would be like uh, s- some pieces of Lane's artwork or something. It could be, um, you know, like a coffee mug, some mm-hmm. different things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, a T-shirt. We've got different bunch of different T-shirt ideas. It would so, it literally like ninety percent of what you're what you're giving us would go right back to you. It's all about mm-hmm. getting you stuff that has the podcast and or Lord of the, the Ring book club attached yeah, to it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's it's just to help to kind of you know spread the word a little bit um, and give you something to maybe wear while you're listening or you know go out and. Well, I always think like a coffee mug too, or we were kind of excited to get like a mug yeah. with the, with the logo or like a funny, you know, quote from the, from, from the show or movie or whatever, yeah. you know, that yeah. kind of stuff. So, so yeah, that's the plan. We have, a, we have that cool. tier coming and, and we will cool. let you guys know when that happens. Very exciting, Ezra. Um, always just, I know, whipping up those ideas like a little wizard. Thank you. Uh, you want to move on to dropping eaves? Yeah. Into All dropping right. eaves. All right. So what do we have? We've got some Amazon show news, uh, so just kind of re- uh, quickly recap what's been going on, right? So Amazon won the bidding war. It's going to be the most expensive television show of all time. We're hearing up to five seasons worth where we know the focus will be um, in the period of time between The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Getting choked up. I just uh-huh. burped, actually. Sure. Um, um <laughs> We're hearing now maybe that the rumors are it might be uh, focused on Aragorn. And we've, you and I have both kind of shared our feelings about that. You know, right. the longer I think about it too, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to hate that. You know what I mean? He is yeah. my homie. Yeah. He's my favorite character of all time. He is the reason that I have this renewed, like, because we're into this chapter, why yeah. I had this renewed energy and excitement. Reason, reason for the reason. season. I got you. That's right. WWAD. What right. would Aragorn do? Oh, that's gonna be part of the grab bag. That's right. We yeah. are we have found a place, guys. Actually, tangent, butter. I'm in butterbur mode. <laughs> now I have a name for it, butterbur mode. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I'm being a butterbur. We found a place that makes the same style of bracelet as those old retro WWJD bracelets. Mm-hmm. So we could literally make ones that look just like the WWJD, but say WWAD. So those will be made. I will wear one. Oh, I would too. I would and wear it every day. We're going to wear it, and especially yeah. when we podcast. And it, it can be sent out to you guys too. So as part of that goodie bag. So anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, show is going to mostly, what we're hearing rumors now anyway, could potentially focus on Aragorn or Aragorn's younger life. And you know, we talked about how, you know, you could, uh, uh, his time with the elves, um, Elrond and Elrahir and Eladin and Arwen would be in there. That's um, Arwen's brothers and, and you know, her. <laughs> Obviously, what? What? Are you making this up here in the in the? You uh, aren't supposed to read that yet. Okay, I'm sorry, Mister Organic. And then also, um, also, I don't know how long they'll go in his in his um, life, but you also remember that Aragorn fought alongside um, Theoden's dad. Yes, right. With Rohan, so mm-hmm. we could also see maybe like a younger Theoden, which would be kind of cool. cool. So That'd be cool. we do have some breaking news. I'm going to get that out of the way real quick. Then I'll read a couple articles sure. that I found. Uh, we have our first acting, acting attachment that's officially been announced. Zac Efron is wow. cast as young Aragorn. Wow. And we're hearing it's also going to kind of be a, a musical as well. Take okay. on Aragorn's young life. Uh, and also rumored Nick Cage is going to have a second chance at Middle Earth. He's going to be playing Arathorn in flashbacks. Okay. So. That would be interesting. Yep. And that's, that's not real. That's confirmed and not real. That's confirmed to be false. So okay. <laughs> uh, we're just trying to have a little bit of fun there. I was thinking about we, who. Well, and that kind of leads me into uh, who would you like to play a young Aragorn? 
We don't have to answer that now. No, yeah, okay. Let's think about that because I'm not even sure who I would want. Yeah. Um, um, you'd have to find someone that would fit perfectly. And I just don't I just don't know, man. I almost think an unknown would be better than picking someone that you know. Yeah, because I mean, Vigo Mortensen, was, he wasn't an unknown, but he, he wasn't what he is now. But wouldn't you want... I mean, couldn't an old Vigo play a young... Well, I'm just kidding. Well, here's my thing, though. Could we... I'm just joking. Could Vigo come back for he? that somehow? He could. Could he come back and we could have, uh, like, you know, him as a king looking back. Ooh. We could have flash forwards as well as flash flashbacks. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. That could be kind of interesting. Could, and would he, would he do that? I don't know yeah. if he would. I think for him, it's always the story. If the yeah. story is strong enough, you've heard him say it. He, he um, you know, after Lord of the Rings, everyone thought he was going to pick all these. And he's offered a lot of, like, High-profile, famous movie. Um, uh, what, what would you call that? Mainstream movie yeah, roles. High-profile. High yeah. yeah, and he didn't take them because he chose more independent films that had better stories that he liked better. And mm -hmm. so he thought, you know, Lord, uh, Lord of the Rings has given me the freedom to do the movies I want. Yeah, and right. so I don't know if he would come back and reprise his role as an Aragorn. Would I love that? Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Would I probably pee my pants with excitement? Yeah, daily. Yeah, I would. Sure, you would. Yeah. Um. So anyway, uh. Yeah, so we could think about that. Who would we who would we cast as Aragorn? Okay, yeah, let us know, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah please. Um, so there are a couple of articles I found. There's one from the New York Post, and I just look up you know recent articles, see what's going on. Again, not not tons of news. Oh, we also heard that you know Peter Jackson might be attached to it somehow as a producing role, maybe guest direct, be an advisor, things like that. WB okay. is involved as well. They want to make sure that the show uh, um, has. Um, what would you say? A consistent look with the films. So feel that, like it's from the same universe. So that would just be sharing their some of their information. I don't know what that would involve. I, I haven't heard details. They just <clears throat> they're going to be involved to ensure continuity or consistency, I guess. So does that? I don't. I'm sure they're making that. money off of that though. Got right? to be. Oh yeah. But, but what it would be is right. I would get, be like bringing in people. I don't know. Like the like the look that they created that Tammy right. created right. for the orcs. We want that to be consistent. Right. And so we were talking about this off yeah. uh, the podcast. And we were like, does that mean that, like, will Tammy go back? Could Tammy go back? Mm -hmm. As a consultant, even. Right. Yeah. Or, I mean, shows run differently from movies. Mm -hmm. Right. They're yep. filmed differently. They're not as, I mean, especially with, like, Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. Those were, like, 13 months at a time. Mm -hmm. This wouldn't be that. Is it something that she could do, um, you know, for a month and then come back? Sure. Or yeah. will, it, will they film in New Zealand? Um, you know, like uh, um, Hercules and Xena Princess Warrior were filmed in New Zealand. Those were popular TV shows. Um, right. And a lot of the same people who worked on Lord of the Rings worked on those shows on those shows first. So it's not unprecedented to go film a show in New Zealand at all. Um, especially with this big of a budget, they could do that. And so if they're there, and if they and if, and if they want it to look the same, and if there's anything that has to do with the Shire, they'd have to go back to New Zealand. Right. I mean that they're if they're going back to familiar places and they want continuity, you got to go back to where you filmed it. So that makes me think, yeah, Weta would have to be involved. Uh, um, you know, uh, I don't know. The same people that they use for all the all the films would probably be involved in some way. So if you're going to go yeah. that angle, why not go all the way? You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And well, and even just like like the you think about the music. I mean, the score. Get Howard Shore there. Well, sure. Or just influences. You know, yeah. right? And, and that. Sort well, of stuff. and I guess what is what's John Williams done with Star Wars? He doesn't do them anymore, but he they use his themes and then they build off those themes, right? Or does John Williams still do? Does he uh, still do the score? I think he well, he does the main series. 
But he is he not didn't do doing, Rogue One. He's not doing the standalones. Okay, okay. Yeah. But yeah. they still sound very similar. Mm-hmm. You can't go, oh, that's, you know what I mean? No, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's all kind of, you're doing variants of, of, of what he's done before. Right. Yeah. Building off so. of, the, of the foundation there. Okay. Yeah. Um, yes. So, sorry. Long way to get into uh, the article. So, the, the main one is just this New York Post um, article, and it came out... Oh man, like April 11th. And it the title was uh, why Amazon's The Lord of the Rings show will be a flop. Okay. So they're calling so <clears throat> mostly you've just heard, you know, the basics of this is what it'll be. This is what's going on. We haven't really wow. heard many sides other than John Reese Davies saying it's a, it's like a money grab that kind of thing. We haven't heard much. So they're pretty much just saying, wow. Uh Game of Thrones is going to be ending. You know who's going to fill that gap? Um, uh, well, well, um, and they're what they're saying is not not this show. They're saying because they're they're classifying it as a spinoff, so they compare it to like the Lone Gunman, which spun off from the X Files and failed. Joey, which spun off from Friends and failed, and Law and Order L.A. I think that's kind of a weak comparison, honestly, but Absolutely that's weak. cool. Um, they're saying, obviously, like uh, Stranger Things uh, uh, is, a, is a high-profile show that, w- that will sustain for at least two more seasons. Um, I'll just read some of this real quick. Sure. Uh, it says, you know, Lord of the Rings is poised to be the most formidable usurper. It's got battles, British men with greasy shoulder-length hair, competing houses and creatures for days. But don't pop the champagne cork yet. What Lord of the Rings doesn't have is a chance in Mordor of matching the success of Game of Thrones. They're saying they don't have so a they're chance. Just, they're just comparing it to Game of Thrones. They're saying, <clears throat> yeah, as a TV I mean, and show? that's and that's the natural comparison that comes up, right? They're saying, um, hmm. Well, uh, okay. Here, let me tell you something, real, real quick, if that's okay. Yes. You know, the reason Game of Thrones is so exciting um, is because of its unexpected nature, mm-hmm. right? And it's just just mm-hmm. things happen that. Yeah. You know, this person takes power. You don't, you don't see this coming, et cetera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That works well on a TV show. Yeah. And I actually think this series worked very well in movie form. Mm-hmm. So we are a little nervous about it being in, in TV. But for your, your fans, your deep and sweaty fans, those who are in it, love it. You know, we're going to, even if we don't like episode one, we're going to watch episode two. Sticking if we don't like two, it. we're going to yeah. watch three. doesn't matter. We're still going to watch it. Um, it's getting... People who you know, I don't know that not that your mainstream you know they're there yeah and so that I um I just glanced through to remember uh, the main part of this article and pretty much they just said because there's no sex in Middle Earth it won't be as uh, it won't be as big are you kidding me they're saying because of they they're they're pretty and to the this to me like kind of discredits Game of Thrones for fans of of the show and the books it says you know face it like sex sells and Middle Earth doesn't do that time and, out. Time out. That's what they're saying. I, mean, I don't agree. Season one, Game of Thrones is a lot of sex. Yeah. Season two, maybe half that 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 yeah. amount. Season yeah. three, they basically could do away with it because it was so successful. They right. got back to the story. Yeah, they said. So I get a little bit of that, but they said, uh, <laughs> you know, because the the Hobbit was based on Tolkien's, uh, you know, a story for his children mm-hmm. at bedtime. That there there isn't that kind of element. He said, you know, they, or this article says Elrond. Uh, didn't do full frontal and Bilbo never bared his behind. Nobody in us <laughs> Un- is going to do Cersei's walk of shame. <laughs> Unreal. Okay. So let me tell you something, Lane, <laughs> let me tell you something. 
<laughs> Ridiculous. It's a weak argument, my it's friend. It's very weak. You have the hero journey, the story, the yeah. hero story, the right. hero arc. Right. It's been, it's worked in every epic in literature from the beginning I, of time. I think you could argue it's the only thing that works 100% of the time. All the time. It always works. Because if you throw yeah. sex into it, you have some people who, who switch off. Right. Like, honestly, I don't really need to see that. It's a turn off for me. Just show me the story. Mm-hmm. Show me the story. If you want to be, if you want to make allusions to uh, romance and that kind of stuff, that's cool. I don't need to see it. Like, yeah. that's, that's fine. We can write um, our own fanfic. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I think some of us have. Right. Um, <laughs> but sort of, that, that to me, it kind of, that sort of, um, I don't know, it's sort of not insulting, but it's sort of, to both fan bases, both Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I, I disagree. I think it's a weak argument, but, but it's out there. So that's pretty much it. Gotcha. Okay. Yes, sir. All right. Well, uh, um, the Tolkien biopic is still in production. No more news. Yeah. We'll keep one eye on that project. Good. Uh, good. Okay. We do have some stuff in other corners of Middle Earth. So we have things Ooh. like our, our polls have been yeah. on there. Um, uh, so the poll for the last, um, the last chapter was the white hand reminded me of the thing from the Adams family uh-huh, yep. or she Yeah. Because it was kind of compared to a spider sort of wriggling around. Uh, we had about 31 vo- votes last time I checked. 58% said the thing. 42% said she I did actually re-listen to that part of the last podcast. And I think I said cousin it's hand. So I apologize <laughs> to any diehard Adams family fans out there. I, that, that was the wrong character. He's the only one I knew. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't even, even catch that. That's, yeah, yeah. I don't even know. I know any no no one of the other characters I know is pretty much what I'm trying to say. Yeah, uh, we did do an interesting poll that we can talk about for a second. I know that, dude. I say we're gonna go short, and here I am babbling. Like I know. Whatever. I told you. This I'm gonna, sorry. I know. So weekly episodes. We put a poll out there. 77 votes. Sure. I think in just in just one week, actually. So mm-hmm. a lot of you made your voice heard. A lot of you uppers told us what you wanted to do. Um. No was, no, I'm sorry. That was, yes, out of 77 votes. No was 12% and yes was 88%. So as you've got a little bit of a plan on to how we're going to roll out, your voice has been heard. We've been thinking about it anyway. We love doing this. so We want to do it more often ourselves. And so we have a plan for how we're going to roll out that weekly episode format. Well, um, first, since it's sort of the theme of this episode, number one, um, again, huge shout out to team mom, right? So yes. very thankful for her. We're able to do this podcast because of our yep. Goldberry, Sarah. That's right. So, um, anyways, so we've, we've talked it over and we believe that we could possibly this summer, um, kind of get ahead a little bit and start to kind of roll out a weekly, a weekly show. Yeah. So, I mean, r- really it just comes down to you and I getting together and doing, uh, two episodes, right? Uh, when we meet, right? You know, so yeah. which is which is honestly fine because right now I think you're two three chapters ahead. I've read up to the, you know, I mean we've read this series obviously before uh, multiple times, but in our reread capacity here when we started the uh, podcast, we're ahead. So yeah. you know we're yeah. actually we're actually in a good place. We're in a great place, and it's really just been your guys' support and and everyone wanting to you know um, get through this too. I think people want to. They 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 want to get through uh, the book, but we we also we're, we're torn, you know, because I've got these twelve percent, and I think one of those is you. Um, <laughs> I want to play devil's advocate. I know you did, <laughs> and uh, but but the idea that we want, we we like taking our time too, and we like to kind of just remember how we didn't mm-hmm. want to leave the Shire, 
Like, oh yeah. my God, we have to I mean, I want to go leave. back now. We have to leave. Yeah. Some very Shire-like elements uh, coming up in this yes, episode. Yes, there are. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, but we, we do want to get more episodes out there. And we actually think we could get more people um, to, you know, engage or, or be in the in the podcast. Because basically after 78 days, if people check in there on iTunes and stuff like that, there is no recent podcast to look for. And you kind of miss this window, uh, this opportunity to bring in new people to the book club uh, and, and, and so on. So we would like to do that. So hopefully that is okay. Um, we plan on starting that, what, I think June? I think in June we plan on starting, Yeah. Uh, you know, one episode a week. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. We do have that special, it's out there. So we're, it's not going to be as big of a surprise as, as um, Tammy is. I guess when it, when it happens it will be. But we do on the group have... Um, still like a thread open where you can post questions for Shane Rangi. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the heartbeats of the original trilogy. He was also in the Hobbit. He was the witch King. Mm-hmm. He stabbed yeah. Frodo right. in the chest. Right. The dude's amazing. Uh, he was also on a Muma kill. He was one of the, um, um, not the Haradrim. The, Wildman? Uh, what, what? Yeah. What are they called? I don't know. He's, weren't they Wildman of the South or something? Yeah. Something like that. I don't know exactly what his, That's his, so his title was. Yeah. He, 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 he was driving a Mumakil. He has a great head. Uh, well, apparently. <laughs> He's got a great head to work his, on. His face is just, I mean, Tammy misses his face. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. that spespeaks for itself. And he's just, I know he's an amazing guy. We're just Facebook friends. I know him through my, my Kiwi mom. So, anyway, get on there and please leave us a question that we can ask him. We want to put, fill as many, uh, that fill that interview with as many of your questions as possible because you come up with great stuff. Right. So that, that'll also be coming this summer. That'll be, that'll be really cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're going to do the mini epics review tonight and that's pretty much all from, uh, from dropping eaves, my man. That's yeah. I'd it. say one more thing. It's almost like a, a show update too for uh page. We're doing our drinking game tonight as well. That's right. <laughs> we're doing, Maybe our, that's why we're so jazzed. Yeah. Too. That's going to be a lot yeah, of fun. We, we're going to do our drinking game tonight. Yeah. Um, and just as a, just to let you guys know when you do a drinking game lane, you kind of got to do a little research. You do. So we're well, gonna... especially if you want to create one. And that's what we exactly. want to do. We want to make something to original because you yeah. guys deserve that. Right. So we're going to play a drinking game first. Yes. And we're going to, get... to see how that goes. Right. To feel the spirit yeah. and be we inspired. Wanna, yeah. We, we want to understand how this how this works. And then uh, we are going to create one ourselves. Yeah. And when you listen to that, you will have to join Team Lane or Team Ez. I know what I would choose. I would probably... I'd set it out. I wouldn't play. You would sit it out. Yeah. It's going to be rough. Yeah. It's going to be rough. Both sides are getting messed up for yeah. sure. Yeah. So it'll be fun. So anyways, I just want a quick update there. I did have a little bit of poetry because, you know, um, April showers bring May flowers and all this stuff. There's a lot of poetry this time of year. Sure. Okay. Uh, roses are red. Violets are blue. Right. That's uh, what, how we say I love you. I don't know. Jory Webb uh, put a, a, a beautiful, uh, beautiful, just couple couplets of prose on our on our Facebook okay, group yeah, page, yeah. so I'm just gonna read it here. Um, and and Jory, I hadn't heard him post before, so this is really cool. A new voice. He said, yeah. "Our hobbits are trekking, and Gandalf still gray. When we meet next fortnight, it's gonna be May." <laughs> and he's right. Oh my gosh, that's that's so, hilarious. That, I dude, I don't know why I love when May comes because those memes are just and it's that picture of him with his like ramen hair. Yeah, Who misses yeah. JT Ramen here? Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. So our hobbits are trekking. Gandalf's still gray. When we meet next fortnight, it's gonna be May. Wow. There you go. That is so epic. So thank you for that joy. That was that made me laugh so hard. <laughs> it was awesome. 
Oh man. Okay. All right. Um, I think we're. I think uh, you done babbling, bro. I think that was a record. I think we've babbled longer no, than we ever have. No, we have not. Do you feel like it? No. Okay. Well, probably. Probably. Um, we All also right. want to say that uh, there is. Oh, an see, update. okay, we're not done. There is an update <laughs> for today in Middle Earth. We're dropping this section due to illiteracy. Thank um, you. It is Thank a real you. affliction. We want to make you so maybe we'll just illiteracy awareness is what we'll kind of promote here during this time. Sure. Since we can't read a lot of elven names, uh, we need to be coached. They're I driving guess. me nuts. But yeah. You know that no, I think for Tolkien, sake of time too in these podcasts. Yeah, like, that's a good point. It's yeah, we're yeah. cutting that out. Okay. So, so we're fine. And it just kind of interferes well, with the reread. Yeah. yeah, it does. It's, it's so, yeah. it was a nice way to fill time at the beginning. And here, as and I, you know, right, 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 exactly. Shoot that at me. I dare you. No, come at me, bro. Sorry, rubber bands are being wow. shot across the table now. You can tell you work with high schoolers. Okay, right. here we go. We are there. We are into the reread. We are. We are, right? Okay. It's right there. All right. So um, this, <laughs> the, we're working on those sound effects as yeah. we transition from one segment to the next. But um, this is uh, chapter nine um, at the sign of the Prancing Pony. Man. So epic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Again, we're rearing and ready to go. Yes, we are. Get we it? are. Horses. I do. Okay. Um, so are you doing the recap or you want me to do the recap? Recap is pretty much out of white, out of mind. <laughs> You're right. Am I right? Out of white, out of mind. Yeah. Um, so yeah, in last episode, we just kind of went over, we were in, we were in the downs, you know, we were in we're the feeling we, kind of down in the downs. We really were. And, uh, don't barrel, let the barrows get you down. The barrows did have us down. You know what? Something to remember when we get into this, this chapter is like 12 hours ago, we were, Three of our yeah. our companions were laying like zonked out with a with a sword over their throats. Yeah, I mean, okay, game almost over. Wow, yeah, perspective, my friend. Yeah. It was yeah. very, it was very. So, anyways, Ooh, this dark. this next chapter is going to be very different uh, compared to that. We are out of the fog. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom Bombado came to our rescue, and he recommended, did he not? He recommended that we go to. Um, you know, the Prancing Pony. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, yeah, he said it was the place to be. He said, what you, and he said the inke- the landlord's a, you know, of good quality, essentially, is what he said. He spoke very highly of the, of the landlord. Right. He did. He did. Inn. Yeah. So, um, so, so, yeah, Butterbur is going to, um, welcome us to the, um, the Prancing Pony. And mm-hmm. in this episode, um, our four hobbits, Venture into Brie, which it's very different than it is in the uh, yeah in the films. I was I was kind of a shock. I I don't remember reading it differently, and so yeah, I, I'm glad you felt that too because I definitely got that. It didn't feel as I, I don't want to say it didn't feel threatening and ominous. It didn't feel as threatening and ominous. Um, you know, Tolkien describes describes his mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Does he described Bree as kind of almost like um, a very unique place in a, in a good way for sure. It's diversity, yeah, for sure. So yeah, so so yeah, we um, we end up at this uh, nice little cozy inn. We have mm-hmm. we are shown to our rooms, and uh, we have uh, we're presented with some some food. We run into a, a couple fair um, folk. We go up, and we join the company, and uh, we sing, we dance, we drink, um, and then. We're trying to, what what do you call it? Fly under the radar. 
Yeah. Go in, go go unnoticed. In, yeah, unnoticed, incognito. Right. right. And that doesn't work so well. And it's kind of ironic how it happens, isn't it? It is. It is. But we are, though, in this moment, introduced to one of our favorite characters. Oh, my gosh. Of the series. WWAD. Well, I guess we... We'll get... No. There, I'm getting putting the yeah. cart before the horse. Yeah, you are. Or pony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Whoa. Speaking of which, do we want to yeah. go over uh, the comments from the thread from the previous chapter? Yeah, I putting think Putting the should. pony before the cart. I think we or should. Yeah. Other way around. Thank you for, for, for pulling that out. Let's um, pull it on the reins there, bud. Come on. Yeah. Let's, let's, uh, let's, let's jump into some of those. You want me to read some, some of good, We had some good comments, didn't we? We did. We did. So uh, David Cockburn um, made a comment and uh, said, when I first read the chapter about 25 years ago, I thought they were nothing more than the spirits of the folk whose burial mounds they were in. Uh, I can't remember where, but I did later read, probably in the multi-volume history of, that the whites were put there by the witch king during the war with Angmar to spite the Numenorians, as this was a holy place for them. Mm-hmm. And so that's actually part of that um, rich history we alluded to last time. We said, you know, it's there. Go okay. look it up. Yeah. yeah. But it's there's you know the witch kings involved and you know ancient men, the Numenorians, men of the West. Um, and so that was really cool to have that kind of illuminated for us. So uh, very and that doesn't that just seem like the witch king? For sure. He's an yeah. asshole. Absolutely. Gotta break that rubber band. Yep. Get, get it. That really <laughs> like it didn't hurt that, at all. That was compromised rubber, <laughs> is what oh, it was. That's funny. That's what she said. Okay. Um you got Michael Upshaw's there. Yeah, so Michael Upshaw here. Uh, I also read this about 25 years ago. Recall having the same thoughts as David. Uh, for me, this was the first chapter that gave me some real sense of peril and, and, and terror and danger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, hadn't yet understood the true threat of the Black Riders. Uh, and Old Man Willow wasn't quite menacing enough to strike any fear in me. Mm-hmm. Uh, these whites really set the stage for the dangers that, that we'll be up against going forward. That's a right? great point. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Uh, side note concerning the ideas of uh, Aragorn, origin story. Oh, this is back to our, you know. Um, yeah, the show, the show news. The show mm-hmm. news, yeah. So um, excited for that. Imagining him as a young Aragorn on adventures um, with... Elrahir and Elodin. Yeah. Yep. Killing orcs and, 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 and um, punk... <laughs> Punking dwarves. Admittedly, <laughs> <laughs> anything more uh, than half a season uh, arc would likely get uh, stale, and I think there are some other good stories to be told with them. Mm. So cool. Yep, absolutely agreed. Now, I, I back to his first bit there though with yes. the, with the Barrow Whites. Um, boy, they are a little. It's it is scarier. And and uh, come to think of it, now they're they're kind of wraith like too. Yeah. So it's almost well, like getting our mind back set on this is what you're going back into, man. This is the kind of ancient evil. Right. I mean, an, an old man Willow is too. Um, and uh, the Black Riders haven't unveiled their full scariness yet. Yeah, for so, sure. So it's, yeah, ramping well, it, us back up, I guess. For sure, yeah. And I think the other thing that adds to the, uh, like what makes it a little bit more scary mm-hmm. is that the fog. Yeah. Uh, you can't see things. Yeah. Right. And you're right. disoriented. Again. And so, yeah. yeah, so there's that, there's that whole piece and, and it does seem very spell-like mm-hmm. and they just, I guess on this one, I wasn't so sure that they, when, when you first read it, how do you, how do you get out of this? I know that mm-hmm. Tom gave them this out, but are they going to use that, you know, I mean, how, how, yeah, will it really work? Will it really work? How, then, how will it work? How often are they going to use it? Really right. use it right after he gave it to you? Right. 
it just didn't, you know. Right. I don't know. Yeah, so. it was it was a definite. Def, def, whoa, hello. Uh-huh, yeah. Definitely a d- 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 a different level of um of terror that we were introduced yeah. to. I think. Yeah. Uh, the the degree was turned up a little bit there. Excuse me. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Emma Rose Colk also had something to say. Always love when she comments. Um, she actually recently, I think, as in yesterday, from when we we're recording, mm-hmm. just talked to. Uh, an individual whose mom or grandma was in charge of making the costumes for the original series. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Unreal. I think we needed to get uh, Emma Rose on a interview. I think we did. She needs to interview this lady, track her down and she can be like on the scene reporting. Yeah. Send us that file. Yeah, that's right. One of the many reasons why I was drawn to Lord of the Rings when I was, when I was younger is due to the fact that the middle earth reminds me so much the Middle Earth? You, Sorry. No. That Middle Earth reminds me so much of my home country, Norfolk. The area is very rural with Shire-like fields. And I remember going on trips with my parents to Barrows, ruined castles, and monasteries. Hmm. It's also a coastal country. Gosh. It's also a coastal county. So the idea that elves are drawn to the sea really resonated with me. I'll put a few pics in the comments. And she did. It was awesome. Uh, to see... Um, so you can see what I what I mean. I'd love to see pics of anyone else is reminded. Oh my gosh, I cannot read. What is going on, Miranda? Really I'd struggling. love to see pics if anyone else is reminded of the books by their home county state, like Amanda Shire of America. Yeah. And so I even she even posted one. I commented, and it a shot she had of her home reminded me exactly of like what I look out at every day. And so I posted a picture mm-hmm. right next to that one and said they look pretty similar, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. So that was they, really cool. They do, and I think I, I'm since I, I'm looking at it right now in in her uh, her photos. Yeah, I might have to go take a picture of the creek that I, I talked yes, about. Yes, you do. Which is you know like the Withy Windle yep. idea. Dry Creek. Dry Creek. That's so, right, man. That's pretty cool. It's actually, awesome. so awesome. Thanks. Thank Emma. you guys for sharing. That yeah. was beautiful. Uh, we also had Christopher Michael share a little bit about why, because um, we were kind of questioning like why didn't the whites take the ring. Why didn't the ring want to go to the oh, for sure yes. uh, the whites? You know what was going on there, and um, uh, see if I can find if it. If you here can't real find quick. it, I can summarize it for you. Why don't you go ahead and do? Yeah, that? I got because he basically was wasn't he talking about how mm-hmm. um, th- yeah. like that if they had um, the the if the ring almost like that the ring would know. I mean, the jewelry and treasure and stuff like that did not doesn't leave, leave there, yeah. right? And so it wouldn't want to be taken by them because it's ultimately not going to get back. It's it's going to be quicker for it to get to Sauron through Frodo than through the Barrel Whites. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly. what he summarized for us. Yeah, so that's yep. so awesome. And, and by the way, guys, if we miss something, sometimes it just gets buried. And so, you know, send us a message or what have you. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're more than willing to go back and, and discuss. We love we love the Absolutely. conversation. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so um, in, in and to finish that, you know, summary, I was, I was in there basically... Um, it hits the fan uh, in in yeah. the common room, and uh, we meet our, our favorite character, and then you know we'll kind of kind of go from there. It's kind of a shorter chapter in in it your is mind. Short. I think there's a lot to talk about though. Hey, I'm that's okay. I as I'm wrong every day. <laughs> you are. Today is no different. Today is no different. I like how you just said. Uh, I yeah, was just confirming you what are. you were saying. We've broken this chapter into three parts, even though it is rather short. Uh, part one: brief history of Breland. It's on page 146. And I always love when he describes... It seems like he, he, he's intentional about taking time before we enter a new realm 
of significance. He takes some time to, to um, explain the history, describe the way it looks. Mm-hmm. I love it. I'm transported every time he does it. Yeah. Uh, part two is greeted at the gate, sort of. Uh, page four, uh, 147 to 151 in our version here. And then part three is a strider in the shadows, page 151 to 159. Okay. So we'll get, we'll get in here and we'll f- uh, fill up the corners. Awesome. Yes. So let's talk about this history a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I guess, didn't realize, I think when I look at a map and when I think back, I, we get saturated with those movieisms, but that there are other villages. So you yeah. have this area, mm-hmm. um, Breland, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there are other, it's sort of, that's a region. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. And, and then it's kind of, it has a couple different um, villages inside of it yeah there's the it mentioned um it described it as an island in the empty lands about so these brie and staddle comb and archit are are these uh communities and they're kind of just this uh sort of like oasis well not oasis i guess well sort of it's yeah and they described it better an island in this um you know area of just emptiness it's sort of like it's standing by itself, surrounded by fields and tamed woodland. Right. The, um, you were talking about some of these places. So, and they're not. It seem, doesn't seem like they're that far on the other side of the no, hill. No. Or in a deep valley. Almost like they're kind of like like little. Gosh, dude, not suburbs, but but you could you could see them in the distance, yeah. maybe. Right. They're, they're, yeah. yeah. Yeah, especially from on top of the hill. Like. That's what yeah, it felt like. That's to me. me. Me too. Me too. Yeah. So on the edge of the uh, Chetwood. Chetwood. Um, yes. Okay. So cool. Um, now it talks about the men and the, and the people who live yeah. in, in, in Bree, right? Bree folk, rangers and hobbits. Oh my. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they were, um, you know, brown haired, broad, rather short, cheerful and independent. They belonged to nobody but themselves. They kind of sound like hobbits, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Even the men. It's right. It's interesting. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but they were more friendly and familiar with hobbits, mm-hmm. dwarves, elves, and other inhabitants of the world about them. I thought that was kind of neat. So cool. um, more so than the usual big people. Yeah, the big folk right. would would be right. So I don't know if you're going to talk about this later or not, but you had mentioned to me it's the idea that it's a, a very diverse mm-hmm. place. Yeah, and uh, what does he say? He says it's kind of unparalleled, unmatched in any other part of Middle Earth. Mm-hmm. It's unique in that sense that there's this. A uh, diverse group of people that normally don't intermingle, let alone live together, mm-hmm. and they do it in relative harmony and peace. Right. Yeah, and okay. they they get along. Well, and that's so because we're gonna we'll get there. But the hobbits that that that, that are here, mm-hmm. like I get you don't get any of that in in the movies. No, none, uh-uh. none whatsoever. And even no. like we'll get there again later. But the dwarves. They've got right. dwarves. I don't think they mention dwarves right here, do they? Do they mention dwarves? But there are dwarves there. No, no they but, do. You know, they do. Hobbits, do they? dwarves, elves, and other inhabitants. Yeah. There you go. Um, so and and it's also, I guess it's also that way because it is a uh, you know, high traffic area, right? Mm-hmm. you got the great word. You can't talk today. Bro? It's from chewing all that steak, dude. <laughs> from choking all that steak. You were, I mean, you were, oh God, people just, you just gross people out on that. They're fine. Uh, well, okay. Should I do the firework? Emma will happy? tell us if she's fine. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> well, I apologize, everyone. But um, anyways, no. Um, you're right, though. It's at this crossroads, right? Mm-hmm. It's at this... The Greenway and the Great Road. Right. It's a tongue twister. Try and say that 10 times fast. 
The Greenway and the Great Road. Faster. The Greenway and the Great Road. Faster. Green Road. Faster. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but you're right. So it is sort of a, a, a traveling. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I think I think I don't know if we talk about this later on or not. But Thorin and and uh, Gandalf meeting up mm-hmm. at yeah, one point, the right? Yep. And this is this is sort of a meetup place. There, yep. good little tie back. Um, and maybe it's more like there was a history of because they they also talk about. I know that we're kind of all over the place. We're a couple of butterbirds here, mm-hmm. um, but uh, there used to be more travel. It was an area of more historical. Okay. It used to be more of a hub than it is now. Like the Greenway is called the Greenway because the grass is growing up through the road, right? Right. And yeah. it's not as traveled and it's kind of more of a dangerous route to take. And they said, you know, comings and goings on the Great Road was was becoming scarcer and scarcer. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Okay. Sorry, um, I think I'm getting ahead of myself. No, you're fine. You're fine. I'm about to listen. Uh, let's I talk, about the, let's talk about the people who live there, right? So you said it says people. According to their own tales, they were the first original inhabitants and were the descendants of the first men that ever wandered mm-hmm. into the West. Yeah, pretty cool. That is cool. So cool. So, and and they kind of, so like they're bragging, right? So yeah. Right? Okay. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We're okay. the originals. Right. So few had sur- survived the turmoils of the elder days, mm-hmm. but when the kings returned again over the great sea, they had found the Bremen still there mm-hmm. and they were still there now when the memory of the old Kings had faded into the grass. Mm-hmm. So a hardy folk. Yes. Right. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. To have survived all this, like the ones that are still around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're tough as nails. Right. And even the way they're described, you said they're kind of shorter and stouter, you know, mm-hmm. dark brown hair, broad. You don't want to mess with, with brief folk. Right, exactly. That's yeah. what, I'm, what I'm thinking. And, and there's one more line here. It says, In those days, no other men had settled dwellings so far west. Thanks for stealing my phone. Sorry about that. Um, it's okay. It within 100 leagues of the Shire. Right? Is that what it said? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they're even bold in that respect. Like, that, we've gone the farthest west. We're from the oldest group of people. What up? Like, like, like what's the significance of that? That they are, mm. that less people would travel this far West is it just that they're that they're that far removed from the modern kingdoms of like you know Rohan yeah, probably. And, and, and Gondor probably is that, right okay yeah and they're and they're kind of in a weird way they're closer to the sea which okay. was their origins okay right? and so maybe that's even bolder because you know they came here and they became a part of this world and then they're yeah leaning more of that I don't know it's interesting also it's it's like you know the elves when they leave they go west right and so maybe it's more bold to to be in that region. And they're know. talking about the Numenorean ki- uh, yeah. kings who, who who went to Numenor, and then once it was yeah. sunk and drowned or what have you, and they're yeah. destroyed. Yeah, and they came back. Right, they're still here. I think that's, so. Yeah, I think so too. That's that, that's, that's an area of history. I I no, but I think that's what exactly what it's talking. There about, you go, baby. right? I mean, so I don't know. That's kind of cool. That is really cool because it almost puts them in the different um, different category of men, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. You know, men of the West. Men of the West. So. But maybe they don't, uh, because they're removed from those kingdoms, they don't get the kind of credit that they deserve. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Right. They're sort of in, in, in the same way that hobbits are kind of poo-pooed. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're sort of the, the man version of that. Yeah. They're just kind of like, man, those brief folk. <laughs> they gotcha. mingle with hobbits and dwarves and maybe, I don't know. Well, They're proud, but I wonder how, how everyone else sees them. 
Well, and it's funny too, like at the very end of this chapter, uh, you, you get a very special someone talking about queer folk inside of like, it just, it's just, yeah. it's all from a certain point of view perspective. Right. And who is queer and who is Obi-Wan said that he did, you know, not in, is it in this book? I didn't know if Obi-Wan made it in this book or not. Well, it was um, a long time ago. It was a long time ago, though. So anyway, so, so let's move on a little bit, though. Mm-hmm. But that's just a little, you know, background context. We can get into more of that. Hopefully, if we when we post the thread, people can talk a little bit more about that history. Yep. I would love to hear some of that. And we do hear, we do hear the, the term rangers for the first time, right? Good, yes. Um, uh, and that the brief folk uh, are, are separate from them, and they know nothing of their origin. Mm-hmm. Taller and darker than the men of Bree. Were believed to have strange powers of sight and hearing and understand the languages of beasts and birds. They roamed at will southwards and eastwards, even as far as the Misty Mountains, but they were now few and rarely seen. When they appeared, they brought news from afar and told strange forgotten tales, which were eagerly listened to, but the brief folk did not make friends of them. Mm-hmm. Right. That's interesting. That is interesting. Because they're pretty friendly with everybody else, aren't they? Right. Yeah. So but I wonder what the connection to between the brief folk and the... I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. What, the Rangers? Right. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I think you said the, this is a this is a hub uh-huh. sort of of, of travel uh-huh. back and forth and it's it's a jumping off point for right. them to go southward and and east. Yes. You know? Yes. But we, we know uh from earlier chapters that again they also were westward as well, too. Yeah. Kind of keeping eyes on things. Yeah. Uh, well, that was really at, at Gandalf's, you know, request, and that might have just True. been one ranger. True. You know. True. Perhaps. Well, okay. regardless, nowhere else in the world was this peculiar but excellent arrangement to be found. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty neat. Diversity is a good thing, as we all know, and even back then, old Tolkien was rallying for it. Right. Now, um, there were also many families of hobbits. Right. This in is Greenland. pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And they claim to be the oldest settlement of mm. hobbits in the world. Right. That was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how do they how do they think about uh, the Shire hobbits, man? Well, I'm sorry. Never mind. The Shire hobbits uh, um, consider... It's amazing. Where did that elitist uh, attitude come from with the Shire hobbits? Because they consider those of Bree uh, as outsiders, very little interest, and dull and uncouth. Mm-hmm. Isn't it just, you think the original hobbits, the OG hobbits, would have that attitude. And they don't. Right. It's, it's those from the Shire. Well, and that's what I was trying to get to with the men of the West, right? So okay. the idea that you're almost, this is what's kind of crazy to me. And, and, and I think of, and I know this is not really what Tolkien was, was going for, but you think in our own country, at least for you and I, yeah. venturing West was yeah. sort of a... Westward ho the wagons, man. Exactly, right? The <laughs> yeah. idea that you would... So, these men are bragging. These men are bragging that they are the westward men, and and and, and again, oh, and that, I got it. So, yeah, that does a parallel. That does them. also refer to some of the kingdoms that were there too, I believe. Yeah. Um, but with the hobbits, same sort of thing. So you've got these eastward hobbits, uh-huh. you know, in Breland. Uh-huh. But then as you go west, that would have been the expansion, right? They were yeah, moving that's true. west. That's true. And so it's interesting the way the but Shire folk look back east. But how ironic is that? Because they don't value adventure. I know that's what I was getting to. Oh, sorry. No, that, 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 yeah, no, like being adventurous is a bad thing, right? But they're more proud because they had been adventurous and gone more west. They're those pioneer. T- well, they just lo- they're just, just hypocritical. Well, you, 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 they, just that like was us. years ago. That was years ago. Yeah, though, right? yeah. You know, that's, true. So that's why old Took and those guys were kind of. I don't know. Who knows how long ago it was that the, that the Shire was settled? Uh, but reckon I don't. Well, 
And then you've got, according to, and I, I'm just all over the place here, but the Shire, and then you've got the expansion back across east. Right. Word. Yeah. Right? So, I know. So there's that whole piece. It's confusing. But I don't know. They were underground the whole time. I'm convinced. Okay, cool. Just one long <laughs> hole, hobbit hole. Yeah. So anyways, they um, claim to be the oldest settlement in, in, of the hobbits in, in, in the world. Uh, one that was founded long before even the Brandywine was crossed and the Shire colonized. Mm-hmm. Um, they lived mostly in Staddle, though there were some in Bree itself, especially on the higher slopes of the hill above the, house of the houses of the men. Um, it says that they often, you know, um, they were friendly. They were on friendly terms. Yeah. They, they kind of mind their own affairs uh, and, and did their own things, but they, they all got along. They got along with the big folk and one another. And interesting, too, that they say uh, there was Brie blood in the brandy box. Yes. Did you catch that part? Yes. Yes. That's, that's kind of neat. Yeah. It does. It makes total yeah. sense. Um, so let's see here. Moving on a little bit. The, the, they talk a little bit more about their, um, that the Brie folk, big and little, didn't travel much mm-hmm. for being this hub, mm-hmm. right, of where travelers may come. They do that. They like the idea of getting news. They do. We see that from Butterbur when, when right. he's inviting them into the company. Yeah, that's right. You know? That's right. Um, so that's kind of interesting. They're they're settled and they're well-established. Yeah. And they've been that way for years, it sounds yeah. like, right? Because yeah. they didn't move. Right. And when the old kings come back, they're still there. Yep. That's you right. know? That's so right. Yeah. That's just in their nature and uh, culture. That's right. Right? It's cultural, man. Okay. You wouldn't understand. You, <laughs> you wouldn't get it. Um, so let's see. So the the Shire hobbits referred to those of Bree and to any other that lived beyond the borders as outsiders right. and took very little interest in them. They considered them dull, etc. Yep, uncouth. Right. Uh, there were probably many more outsiders scattered out about in the west of the world in those days than the people of the Shire imagined. So it's almost like I and I don't know if this is true or not, but like as you go west, is it is it more isolated? Is it more... Well, that I guess... Yeah, I mean, that's the message we're sent, right? Is that, that the Shire is this... Country... Idyllic existence yeah. that's been allowed to exist because of its isolation. Yeah. Right? right. It is removed, so far removed from Mordor and the right. turmoil that has with Gondor. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's even it's even on the other side of the... No, it's not. But it's... It's a far... It's a long distance from even Rivendell and the Elven influence. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, yeah. It just doesn't seem to be touched by all that stuff. It's it's something right. that's not even on the radar. Know, yeah, yeah. On, on the on the White Council's mind, and they, they it's just yeah. they they don't really pay much attention there. They're always looking east. Kind of like Amanda. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. 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 Um. <laughs> okay. What do we get next? Well, a little. It's, it's he makes a little note that you know, no matter what the Shire hobbits think about the the Breland, um. Uh, hobbits that they're decent and prosperous and no more rustic than um, most of their distant relatives inside. Um, and that's where he says, you know, that there's Brie blood in the brandy box. Do you want to read a little um, description of Brie itself? Sure. Go for it. Yeah. The village. So the village of Brie, and I just lo- see again, I love when he describes this stuff. You just, you can imagine the place in your mind. It's, yeah. He's so good with painting a picture. He's the Bob Ross of literary <laughs> world. The village of uh, Bree had some hundred stone houses of the big folk, mostly above the road, nestling on the hillside with windows looking west. There you go. Mm-hmm. 
There's that. There's another theme running through this entire chapter, bro. On that side, running in more than half a circle from the hill and back to it, there was a deep dike with a thick hedge on the inner side. Over this, the road crossed by a causeway. Uh, but where it pierced the hedge, it was barred by a great gate. There was another gate in the southern corner where the road ran out of the village. The gates were closed at nightfall, but just inside them were small lodges for the gatekeepers. Got to keep them comfortable. Mm -hmm. Down on the road where it swept to the right to go around the foot of the hill, there was a large inn. It had been built long ago when the traffic on the roads had been far greater. So here you go. We get this idea that traffic slowed down a bit, less travelers. This isn't the heyday of Brie. Yeah. For Bree stood at an old meeting of ways. Another ancient road crossed the east road just outside the dike at the western end of the village. And in former days, men and other folk of various sorts had traveled uh, much on it. Strange as news from Bree was still a saying in the east farthing, descending from those days when the news from north, south, and east could be heard in the inn and when the Shire Hobbits used to go more often to hear about it. Interesting. Mm -hmm. yeah. But the northern lands had long been desolate, and the north road was now seldom used. It was grass-grown, and the Bree folk... <laughs> can't read. The Bree folk called it the Greenway. Awesome. You want to keep going? I yeah. can. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, can you? Can you actually... I'm just kidding. Hilarious. No, That's... please do. But Because it, then we'll move, on. we'll move on to the next uh, segment, so yeah. Okay. The Inn of Bree was still there, however, and the innkeeper was an important person. His house was a meeting place for the idle, talkative, and inquisitive among the inhabitants, large and small of the four villages, and a resort of rangers and other wanderers, and for such travelers, mostly dwarves, as still journeyed on the East Road to and from the mountains. Yeah, okay. Um, so this is a place that... Uh, trying to think of is, is if there's another place like this later on that has this. It's an inn, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and and it still feels like I, like I don't know. I'm even thinking back to the Hobbit, you know, and and for for a place that's like an inn where you have a tavern and you've got you're having a a good beer and stuff like that. That's been mentioned. We've got uh, the Green Dragon and we've got. Um, Oh gosh, help me! I was it. Well, I'm missing another one here. Uh, no, I'm not. Am I? Is there another tavern that's mentioned uh, earlier on? You got the green dragon, the ivy bush, the ivy bush. Thank you. The golden perch, which we yes. never made it to. Yes, unfortunately. But like, it seems like after this, is there any real more mention of like a like this type of you know um, inn, tavern, etc., whatever? You know what I'm talking about? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing over there? Excuse me, I had some gas. I feel um, like you're you're queuing something up that I don't want to. I, I, I was trying to get a chunk of steak out of my teeth. Okay. Um, wow. Yeah, I am queuing something up. Okay. For, now the suspense is or the element of surprise. Well, you, you, but, you're um, you're acting, giving myself away. You're acting all weird over there. So I don't uh, know is there another? Um, not to my recollection, man. I mean, but it's been a while, brother. It's been a while. Well, I don't we know. we come to homely houses. Yeah, we yeah we do. It, it, okay, uh, okay, I guess, I guess my point good. with this is is that is that you have a, this variety of people, sure. right? Where you're intermixing with a bunch of different people on different, you know, uh, walks of life, doing different things, etc. Yeah. Did your voice and just try again? It did again. <laughs> Thank you for calling it out to everyone. Um, <laughs> Must have been the smoke outside. Huh? <laughs> it was the smoke. It's getting to me. Um, what else was going to say about that? You no, know, just that. 
when you get, pub tavern feel. Yeah, I don't think so. Right, we, we, I'm gonna say no. Okay, I'm gonna say this is the last time. I mean, we we're get on that. the spot here, thinking well, two three books ahead. On the way but, back home, we get that. Sure, sure, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But I but just, we're going into battle here. Yes, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yes. So this is the last little like yeah. feel that we yeah. get. Yeah, and of and this that. yes, and and as far as they know, anyway, we're still pretty undis. Is that cold enough for you? That coffee? Mm-hmm. We're still the quest is still pretty undiscovered at this point. Yeah. So later on, to pop into a pub and be like, "Hey, man, need a couple of cold." cold beers there's a lot of cool people around here right you're gonna want to stay out of sight well because it is all our, across our mission country. becomes yes yeah. and our mission becomes much more secretive we, you couldn't do it if you wanted gotcha yeah yeah okay okay cool so let's 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 relish this a little bit and uh, yeah let's are we gonna get make our way in here we getting into the i uh, think we are we're gonna step into in the into, pony we're greeted at the gate okay sort yeah. of yeah we're greeted at the gate first right. um so we've read the description there we have harry at the gate that's right who is Pretty suspicious, uh, not really trusting. Harry, scary. What's going on here? Um, it's his job to ask questions. It though. is his business, you know. So I mean, that, that that's sort of what he follows it up with. He says, you know, that's that's my business to, um, you know, ask questions after nightfall. Mm-hmm. So, but he asks, you know, what do you want? Where do you come from? He's pretty gruff about it too. So it's not a welcoming voice that the hobbits are hearing. Uh, you know, Frodo says we're making for the inn. We're journeying, journeying east and can't go any further tonight. You know, he's uh, surprised to see hobbits and especially Shire hobbits. Right. And yeah. we know now why. It's it's a rare thing. Um, wants to know, you know, what are you doing here? What's your business? What are your names? Names and business are our own. Doesn't seem to be a good place to discuss them, Frodo says. Not liking the look of the man nor the tone of his voice. Mm-hmm. Want to take over there, Harry? No, I just, uh, yeah, I mean, it's... It, the. It, Reminded me of the movie nailed it. The movie did nail yeah. it. Yeah, but um, these things shouldn't really be discussed outside in the dark Again. like this. Yeah, that's right. Right. I mean, one of so those recurring. Yeah, we're not really going to talk about it out here, friend. Um, right. Let's step inside. And isn't it funny? It takes <laughs> you back to a time where that was a reality. Like now, we just talk about whatever we want, whenever we want, wherever we want. But back in the day, you didn't do that, man. Mm-hmm. Because if word got back that. You had you'd said something or, or done something the wrong way. Your life was on the line. Now it's like you might yeah. get criticized online. But well, you know, yeah, it's, and it's also though this one interaction here is going to trickle back th- through the town. I mean, right? You know, so they want to make sure that they don't give anything away here. Just right. That's true. Get us on in, and and, and you know, um, it just makes me think of a more menacing world. Yeah. In in time. Yeah. Sure. sure. Okay. So, um, but they. They get through, though, oh. right? He does apologize. He says, I don't mean any offense. You know, it's just my job. Yeah, and right. it is. Right. So he wishes them good night. Um, yep. He could see the lantern light that the man um, was still eyeing them curiously. So when he looks back, his guy's still like, that's a great little image for me, actually, to yeah. like lo- lo- look back. And this guy's still looking yep. at them go away. And isn't this, this is the point where we get like a shadowy figure? Yeah. And, and so he's also kind of curious, too. Frodo's like, why is he, you know... Um, Oh my gosh. He was wondering why the man was so suspicious and whether any one of them had been asking for news of a party of hobbits. Right. Okay. Could it have been Gandalf? So there's still that glimmer of hope, you know, is Gandalf here? Right. We keep coming to every next phase. Is Gandalf here? Is Gandalf mm-hmm. here? Did he make it back this far? Is he waiting for us? Are we on the right path? Well, and that's a fair thing because, you know, they've been delayed in the forest and in the downs, as, as yeah. Frodo mentions, as yeah. his thought process, right? Um, and they're following. Time for him to catch up and, yeah. and to. You know, and and they 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 went 
they went the direction that that um, you know Gandalf advised, and then they got the tip from Tom, and they probably think you know if Tom advises to go here, it's a place uh, Gandalf also might be, you know. So from trustworthy um, uh, advice, sure. But yeah, you're right. We do get this this creepy little uh, imagery, or is it so creepy? We don't, you know. At this point, we don't really know. Could you touch my foot like that again? That was nice. Yeah, sorry. Um, oh boy. <laughs> So uh, you want when, to read that part? Read that part. Well, just you know, a, a so as soon as his back was turned, uh, you know, talking about the gatekeeper, a dark figure climbed quickly in over the gate and melted into the shadows of the village street. I love that man. Yeah, just paints. You can just visualize that. Yeah, you and can. and you're immediately thinking, who? Right. Why? Mm-hmm. Where are we going to run into this character? Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. Yep. A little scary. Yeah. Okay, um, so here we are, and, and they were told by you know Tom Bombadil to look for uh, the the sign, right? That's right. You know, they, they they were looking for the sign of the prancing pony. Yep. And uh, they rode up a gentle slope, passing over a couple houses, or by a couple houses. Uh, Sam stared up at uh, uh, the at the end with its three um, story. Uh, oh, oh, hey, Winnie, <laughs> and uh, and many windows. And, and felt his heart sink. He had imagined himself meeting uh, giants taller than trees and other creatures, even more uh, terrifying, uh, sometime or other in the course of this journey. <laughs> yeah. So, what is he disappointed here at the at the? So, um, at that moment, he was finding his first sight of men and their tall houses quite enough. I think he's just he's freaked out. Okay, so he is freaked yeah, out. Yeah, he's overwhelmed. He's he's. He, I don't I don't think Sam likes this likes the sight of this place. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. No. No. That's, that's kind of what I'm getting to. Uh, I think maybe he thought that that feeling was going to come with something more yeah, ominous, more right? dangerous. Right. Yeah. And he's almost probably surprised that that this place is causing such yeah, such anxiety, so much fear. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, even even so much that he goes on. He he says, you know, we should go find some Hobbit folk that would take us in. It would be more homelike. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So so ditch this this inn. Yeah. Right. And then let's, let's find let's some find of our some, kin. Right. And that's where Frodo says, you know, hey, look, Tom Bombadil recommended it. Mm-hmm. So again, you know what, what Tom says, man, we, we stick with Tom. Tom knows what he's talking about. Sure. I sure. expect it's, it's home-like enough on the inside, he says. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, and as they... This is where it departs a little bit, does it not? Yeah. Okay, so like in the movie, and I understand why they did it, you know, you're, you're, um, you're setting the tone, you're building the tension, whatever, but the description of the of the inn you know we see it in the movie it's it's rainy it's dark the sure. buildings are slanted over um wet and then even on the colors on the inside they're like yellow like mm-hmm. color, piss colored greenish it's not a a pleasant place but it says here even from the outside the inn looked a pleasant house to familiar eyes yeah so maybe that's the key point to familiar eyes maybe to unfamiliar eyes it's a little different um sure. but to me i'm thinking so maybe Good that's catch on the maybe familiar that's eyes. both maybe that's both well, yeah. he's, you know, he's subtle in the way he, he says that. So maybe that's what he's saying. Maybe only to familiar eyes, it's, it's a pleasant place. But it had a, uh, a front on the road and two wings running back on land partly cut out of the lower slopes of the hill. So there you go. Sounds like it's, you know, connected to the earth. So that mm-hmm. would appeal to hobbits, I would think. Right. So that at the rear, the second floor windows were level with the ground. There was a wide arch leading to the courtyard between the two wings, and on the left, under the arch, there was a large doorway reached by a few broad steps. The door was open, and light streamed out of it. Again, we've got this light streaming out. Mm -hmm. It makes me think of Crick Hollow right away, right? Right. Welcoming you in. 
So that doesn't sound too bad so far to me. Above the arch, there was a lamp, and beneath it swung a large signboard. A fat white pony reared up on its hind legs. Over the door was painted in white letters, The Prancing Pony by Barlam and Butterbur. Many of the lower windows showed lights behind thick curtains. Yeah, and really what you got in that description is the idea, almost like a hotel, right? You've got these two mm-hmm. wings where people can stay, mm-hmm. right, back in those yep. uh, areas. Because really, you just get the in the show, you get this, like, it's just an up and down. Yeah. Sort of like... Um, kind of, there were a bunch of buildings kind of packed tight together. and Right. Yeah, like more Did, like a row, row, row of houses than... Right. It didn't building. really seem like that there was anywhere to stay, No, you're right. You're you right. Know, so except and you walk like, in, and it's that main parlor. Is, yeah. Is we, like we the see. downstairs, but then like the second... Or third floor because mm-hmm. isn't that in the movie they're on like the second or third yeah, floor? yeah i think they're up in strider's room and that's up yeah elevated up, elevated yeah because mm-hmm. yeah, this is pretty neat you know they end up um it's cool getting shown to some hobbit quarters here so let's yeah and what brings them in dude again this is so interesting the time the power of music and the power of song they hesitated outside in the gloom someone began singing a merry song inside and many cheerful voices joined loudly in the chorus <sighs> They listened to this encouraging sound for a moment and then got off their ponies. The song ended and there was a burst of laughter and clapping. They led their ponies under the arch and leaving them standing in the yard, they climbed up the steps. Frodo went forward and nearly bumped into a short fat man with a bald head and a red face. He had a white apron on and was bustling out the door and in through another, carrying a tray laden with full mugs. So they're kind of hesitating at first. Yeah. Hesi- <laughs> well, you really, I mean, there's some hesitation at first. <laughs> And then this song, it almost kind of... The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sounds like something you could save big on your Memorial Day barbecue all in the Kroger app. Get three pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink or Arizona tea for 77 cents each all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details vision standing outside the green dragon sure or the ivy bush right and so it almost kind of settles i imagine it settling sam down a little bit right thinking okay um you know maybe this isn't so scary those are familiar sounds well and that's really what i do when i when i creep up to your big green door here i just stop i listen and once i hear the laughter and the and the cheerful voices uh the singing and the 
clanking of dishes and dishware than I. So should I be creeped out that you listen? Roll in. To my house before you come in, <laughs> or should I sure feel bad okay. that you're scared to come I, here? Both, they're, they're both uh, pretty messed up. Wow, um, but no, you're right. It's his power. It's it's uh, there's a drawing power in that, right? That yeah, that, they, sure. that they want to go in, and, and it sounds you know like a harmonious, you know, nice right. place to be. But that doesn't match necessarily the movies. No, and we discussed why. But it's just interesting to see how this is. This is a little bit different. Yep. Right. Uh, Butterbur is a, a pretty. Uh, he's a pretty busy fellow, though. And we get this right away. Yeah. He's got some. He's got a lot of. He's he's managing this. Um, Half a minute, if you please. Yeah, almost by him. Seems like he's by himself quite a bit here. He's got he's got knob, but he's not really. I think he's stretched a little thin. Yeah, he is for sure. Yeah. Can we begin, Fredo? Half a minute, if you please. <laughs> Shout the man over his shoulder, and then boom, he's vanished into the cloud of smoke and battle of voices, doing his yeah. thing, right? So, yep. uh, and he comes back and he's very polite. You know, good evening, little master. Um, what may you be wanting? Beds for four and stabling for five ponies, if that can be managed. Are you Mr. Butterbur? That's right. Barleyman is my name. Barleyman Butterbur. At your service. And if you notice, too, something interesting about... You remember how Tom had a real... Almost like a style to his voice? Oh, yeah. I almost I, noticed some something yep. about this guy's voice. Yep. And the way he talks. I hadn't identified that before now. But you're spot on, dude. Right, he absolutely has. Because at a, first I thought a, it yeah. sounded like Tom, and then I'm like, nah, it's a little different than Tom's. Mm-hmm. But it has almost like a, I don't know what you call it, like a like a cadence or something like that. Yeah, it's like a, it's you like know? a signature sound almost. Yeah, Barlaman yeah. definitely definitely has that. Yeah, just in, in, in the way that he speaks. Um, after his yeah. intro here, though, after he's uh, you're from the Shire, a eh? he said, and then suddenly he clapped his hands to his forehead as if trying to remember something. Hobbits, he cried. Now, what does that remind me of? Might I ask your names? I wrote right next to that, I am Barlaman with an exclamation point. Wow. Yeah. True. I am. You are. I am. I was saying, wasn't I saying this to you before that I I wish I was a strider, but in reality, I'm probably a Barlaman. <laughs> That's hilarious. That is hilarious. I just think like this You're dude is... You're a cross between the two. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm Barlaman... Uh, Long shanks. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting how he like, uh, you know, it's either because he's so busy that he's forgetful or he's forgetful because he's so busy. Yeah. It seems like he's constantly got something to something do. To do and, and they talk about that. He has this, they'll, they'll eventually mention like this constant stream of talking. Yeah. He's always yeah. just talking. Right. Yeah. And so when, when you speak that many words and you listen to that, you know, that many people speak that many words. Yeah. I, you can see why he's a little bit sort of like yeah, he's inundated. something. He's, there's something here mm-hmm. I was supposed to remember, and I and I don't. Yeah. Can I tell um, you how often I feel like that in my life? Probably on daily, every day, every day. Yeah, yeah right. Goodness. Um, hey. So, <laughs> so um, they go over their names, right? So, um, yep. Mister Took, Mister Brandybuck, uh, said Frodo, and this is Sam Gamgee. Uh, my name is Underhill. Okay. Underhill. Underhill. Um, Yes. And that, you know, so um so as he snaps his fingers, he gets his good buddy. Um yep. old Nob, Nob. Nob there to help out. And I love this character. I wish I wish we would have had this character in I know Nob's cool. Just because he seems like he's always he's grinning and he's winking. Yeah. A grin <laughs> a grin and a wink. Yeah. Right? And then he's like off doing his thing, you know. Uh so I don't know. He's just kind of a funny character. And he takes good he care. Is. He takes good he care. He does. Of he looks after his fellow he is a hobbit, right? He's a hobbit, but is he the he's like on that you, yeah. you know how Sam sort of serves uh, Frodo? Yeah. And this is He's one working of those class. working class hobbits. Yeah. Yeah. 
just to be, you know. Yeah. So, so you yeah, know, he, is, he probably is. You know, he and Sam could probably have a conversation or two. And I'm surprised that they they, they don't, don't have much of it. He, I guess we don't know. He, we could imagine well, that maybe they do. Sure. But Nob's on, he's on the clock. Right, exactly. So he's not like, when they go to the parlor, he's not hanging out with Sam going, hey, man, think about Masters as, right. <laughs> let, don't even tell me, sister, I know. Right, I thought this was pretty neat. So they're wanting to um, stable those those ponies. Yeah. And he says, uh, where's Bob? <laughs> oh, yeah, Nob and Bob. <laughs> Nob and Bob, as, uh, as the landlord. <laughs> you don't know? Well, find him. Double sharp. I haven't got six legs nor six eyes neither. <laughs> tell Bob there's five ponies uh, that need to be uh, stabled. He must find room somehow. Nob trotted off with a grin and a wink. I like also, too, how he, um, Tolkien interchanges Mr. Butterbur, the landlord, and Barlaman. And it's cool because it tells us, obviously, if we were unclear by the sign, exactly who he is. Right. But it also kind of matches his personality. Mm-hmm. It's like this. No, this. No, that. Yeah. Right. No, what I mean? What is it? What? Who? Uh, right. The landlord. I mean, Barlaman. I mean, Mr. Butterbur. I mean, yep, exactly. it's like great. It's so cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, anyways, he's he's gets he gets the saddles, um, gets the horses, the ponies. Uh, yep. They're they're gonna figure that out that of. situation. And um, well, now what was I gonna say? <laughs> that's what Butterbur you? says. No, that's what Butterbur says. Right. Yeah. Right. Of course. <laughs> what was I gonna say? One thought drives out another. Tapping his forehead. One thing drives out another. Yeah. I'm that busy tonight. My head is going round. There's a party that came up uh, the Greenway. Um, from down south last night. And that was strange enough to begin with. Mm-hmm. So what's that mm-hmm. all about? Let's stop right there for a second. Is, is there more to that? Are these the characters that, we, that we'll see later in the company? Some strangers. Gotta be. Right? Gotta be. There's a party that came up the greenway from down south last night. And, and that, that was, was strange, strange enough, enough to begin with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Absolutely. And, and, and then it wasn't a just like one person. It was, it was just it was a party. A party. Yeah. Then there's a traveling company of dwarves going west in the evening. And now there's you. Mm-hmm. If you weren't hobbits, I doubt we could, ha- we could house you. Right. But they've but they got, a couple, some yeah, they got a couple, rooms available. couple of those on the ground floor. Yeah. Yep. So they are shown to those. And these are neat. This is a neat little, um, like just the way it's described that they're, when they're taken back down through there. Uh-huh. It just uh, it feels good. And I think it sort of probably relieved some of Sam. Uh, some of Sam's anxiety a little bit to Absolutely. be shown Hobbit quarters, I guess, yep. you know? Yep. And they even have round windows. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is very accommodating. Right. Exactly. So very thoughtful. Uh, off, off he went at last. So basically he, he takes them down there to their room. Oh, he gives them like the bell to sort of ring to say, right. if you need anything, you know, yeah. let me know. Um, if, if he don't come, Ring and shout. <laughs> Just being honest, you know. I mean, hey, yeah. uh, you know, might have to, might have to get his attention. Hey, that's right, that's right. Nob. Hey, no, oi. <laughs> um, well, maybe his, you know, he's Nob's also pretty busy, is he not? Sure. So yeah. I mean, maybe you know, he's kind of got the barlman effect going on. If you if you ring, he doesn't necessarily hear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so off he went, and he left them feeling rather breathless. He seemed capable of endless stream of talk. However busy he might be, they found themselves in a small and cozy room. Actually, I meant to stop right before the, however busy he may be, this endless stream of talk. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I just, again, characterizing this, uh, you know, um, landlord. Mm-hmm. He speaks to in very, like, clipped 
um, sentences or something, mm-hmm. you know, very, mm-hmm. very short. Um, Dude, in the same way that like get to the point, but yet he yeah. could, he could, he could keep it up. Yeah. But, but I think it, I think it's because he's talking to so many different people. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of cool. Cause in the same way, Tom is almost a personification of where he lives. Yeah. Barlaman's yeah. kind of a, a, a human representation of what Bree used to be. Right. You know, this, like this hub and he's just, he's just a, a human hub of conversations and, uh, frag- fragments and, um, bits and pieces. And he's moving a million miles a minute and he's always got something he's forgetting and, Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool, man. My kind of guy. Yeah, absolutely. My kind of guy. Absolutely. And this is good. They get to they get to fill up on a little bit of uh, some beer, right? Get some beer in you, boy. They get washed up, mm-hmm. and they get you know a good a good beer in them, and that's just kind of the deep mugs, deep mugs, deep mugs of beer. And again, you know, where were they? Just, I mean, how many hours ago? Right on death's doorbed, <laughs> doorstep. Know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, Lane. You're exactly right. And so they, they were just, I don't know. It's just nice that they have this drink and they're able to relax. Speaking feet of which, up, let's get some. We mean, should have one. You should Lord. have had one about 20, Lord 30 minutes them. ago. Yeah. Um, they also have some, like you said, there's some hot soup, cold meats, a blackberry tart, new loaves, slabs of butter, and half-ripe cheese. Good plain food. As good as the Shire could show. And home-like enough to dispel, here it is. The last of Sam's misgivings. Already much relieved, as you said, by the excellent beer. Yeah, uh, we were talking about this in our like in our Facebook Live sort of uh, you know video that we did earlier, but mm-hmm. which is is by no doubt at this time circling the the interweb. Oh, for sure, it's yeah. probably going sure. virus or whatever. Right. Yeah, oh, viral. <laughs> You're ridiculous. So, uh, but the idea that if when you come to an end, you know, whatever they have is what you're gonna get. Yeah. Really, you know, they didn't lay out the a menu. Meat. Yeah, it's yeah. like I'll, I'll, and this is a, a funny aside here. I don't know if I, I feel like I've already said this on on a, a previous episode, but I can't remember if I did or not. Um, so like during a uh, a bachelor party, um, I ended up going to a little place in Centerburg. Have I told this story about the meats? That was on minute twenty four. Was that minute twenty? Yeah, three. Shut your mouth. You no, don't you know. have not. Okay. Something about meats. Yeah. On a bachelor party. I don't know if that's well, a good. That's probably not a good, but anyways, just, just quickly, yeah, you know, it was, Butterbur. we went to this, it was Cinnaberg, right? So it's yeah. a small little town. I've never yes. eaten at this place before. And we stop in early in the morning, had had a great night the night before, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, destroying, um, well, we had a, we had a bachelor card for my friend and then we had to destroy it, uh, because he was giving up his bachelor card, his bachelor life. Did you go the to the day. foxhole? No, we didn't go to the foxhole. Okay, no, <laughs> but but we just had to get rid of the, you know it's it's over. I had to seal it away, lock it, destroy the bachelor card. That's what you do that's what, as the best man. That's what you do. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyways, we ended up eating some some breakfast at this restaurant, and we go in, and their menu literally just says like for, for breakfast you can have, uh, it just says meat, cheese, and toast, mm-hmm. I and like then that. like the drink. I mean, it was just like I like you, that, and like. It's all it said. And so like my buddy Sam looks over at me and he's just like, so Gamgee? I guess. No. Well, yeah, he's kind of like Sam Gamgee. Okay. Uh, but he says, so I guess we'll have the, the, the meat. I don't like, you know what I'm saying? So when yeah. the person, and she's and the, and the person's like, well, we have X, Y, you actually had a couple of different varieties, See, it, but it's the same yes. idea that we'll have the meat, whatever you have. We'll have it. And I think you know? that's almost kind of old worldy too, dude, because I yeah. remember we took a, uh, 
I went on a um, a collegiate tour in Europe, and we stayed some places in in um, Austria, uh, Italy, uh, Switzerland, Germany. Yeah, and some of those they were like hotels. Some of the hotels we stayed in in the morning, it was like well, it's like a continental breakfast. Sure, it's the same thing every day. Yeah. And they had you know they had like at this specific place I'm remembering they had croissants or croissant. They had uh, you know a, a various selection of of meats cured meats okay they yeah. had some cheese and they had some jelly wow. that was breakfast wow that was it it wasn't there weren't options it was just well i mean there are, i guess there are always options but it was four basic things no one had any problems with it it was it was what you know what but was I available think that's cool i, think I that's, love that i think that's neat is that you would go in and, and whatever they've got cooking on the fire you yeah. know we'll have a bit of that do you have any of that left we're gonna have some of that so they got some ripe cheese mm-hmm. some bread some chewy steak just the the, the basics yeah you know what i mean yeah so, anyways, sorry. Quick aside there. No, I, I just like thought that. That was kind of that's very Lane Smith of, neat, of you. Neat connection. Rubbing off on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so now, after they've had their 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 drink and their meal, and it's mm-hmm. a good meal. This, this just this is like because we have a couple chapters here where this is. Uh, we're gonna get into some. Quit mocking me over there. <laughs> He's mocking me. Sick and tired of you. This episode. Sign language. You have been more distracting this episode than you ever have been. And I think it's the Butterbur connection. I don't know what's wrong with you. Today. I feel like licensed to be myself. Excuse me. Can I just can I just finish my thought? I feel like it's okay because Barlaman. I think he's a hero. Can I finish? Sure. My thought. Go for it. Okay. <laughs> no. Half a minute. Uh, okay. So they get this meal. The reason I like this meal though is because after this they've got like they got to ration out some mm-hmm. stuff. They've got to gather. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's, it's, true. it's it's good. So this is like a good. Meal is that we have a long stretch here, mm-hmm. um, and you thought we had that long stretch between Tom's mm-hmm. and wherever they were going, but that really isn't the case. It's true. This is sort of that last place where they have like a a good solid and, meal, and it maybe also the, the the point too that it, it feels helpful like doing this reread because like stuff ahead, I'm not gonna lie, stuff ahead, the, the ins and outs and the, the nitty gritty details mm-hmm. are forgotten to me, mm-hmm. you know, because it's it's been a few years, and sure, um, yeah. yeah. One one thing drives out another. Yes, it does. Um, but I, I guess it's helping us live in that in that same space that they are. Is do they really know if this is the last stretch? So yeah. every chance you have for a good meal, you're going to take it because you don't know if the peril is about to increase, and mm-hmm. it's your last good meal for a while. Yeah, and it's it's almost like I, I almost wonder how. It's, there's two ways: you either don't enjoy it because you're thinking, "Is this the last time?" You're consumed with that thought. Or you enjoy, you relish it because you know it might be, mm-hmm. and maybe the the conflict of both within each of them too of being like, wow, is this the last time I'm going to have a beer for a while? Mm-hmm. Is this the last time I'm going to have something savory to eat? And just and, and not only that, but the time and peace and quiet to to take it in. Yeah, for not sure. Rushed, not you know, uh, you know, with this danger right on top of me. You know? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Now, um, to kind of get us, you know, what to get us to get us kind of yeah. caught up to where. You know, um, we got to get into the. Um, are we run, are we lagging behind us? Well, we are actually a little bit, but that's fine. Um, so they split up. They right? split up here, but but what's important you, the, to come join the company is what I thought was interesting. Butterbur yes. wants them to jo- join the company, yeah. and that feels to me like these. This is a group of regulars 
mm-hmm. but then also the overall company. I bet you there's a group of regulars, but then we also have the mixing in of this party. Yes, sure. We have the dwarves mm-hmm. and so on. But mm-hmm. I bet you there's those regulars, don't you? Oh, for sure. Okay. So I feel yeah. like that's what he, I think, I think he's referring to the overall company, but then just, it's just a neat little term, mm-hmm. you know, a word, a choice in word. Absolutely. Um, and so, you know, he asked them to, to, to join and they decide to join, but everyone except for Mary, right? Yeah. Mary wants to sit this one out. What are his exact words? Be too stuffy for him? Yeah, be a little bit too stuffy. Um, I shall sit here quietly by the fire for a bit and perhaps go out later for a sniff of the air. Which we're using, we're using like that term commonplace you and I now, aren't we? <laughs> we really are, actually. Like later tonight, we're going to go out for a sniff of air. No, I, I used it in, in class the other day. We have a courtyard yeah. and uh, I was like walking my kids. We're taking the long, I was like, you guys want to take the long way back to class? You know, like we're walking yeah. uh, in between class and they're like, yeah, you know, and I was like, uh, let's cut across the courtyard, get a little sniff, sniff of the air. air. You know? That's right. You uh, use it on personal time too, I know. Yeah. Um, so anyways, he also says, you know, mind your P's and Q's and don't forget that you're supposed to be ex- um, be escaping in secret and yeah. are still on the high road and not very far from the Shire. Right. And Pippin says back to him, all right, mind yourself, <laughs> don't get lost, and don't forget that it's safer indoors. <laughs> so you know? we were talking earlier about how Pippin is the ultimate little man. Not yeah. only is he a hobbit, but he's got like that whole, he's like a little, he's like a little terrier or something. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's always, he, he won't, he, he'll always give it back as well as he takes it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I do. Yeah. And, and he actually, um, I don't know. He, it's, just, it's almost like, like, I think he might've been told at one point that it's safer, you know, and I just, I can't remember what, like they're always kind of chipping at each other, right. Mm-hmm. And giving each other yeah. advice. Like, yeah. well, you're going to advise me. Yeah. Oh no, no, no I'm going to advise right. you. Right. Let me, let me give you a little <laughs> advice, buddy. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, cool. Um, Before we get into this pub, I mean, yeah, we just gotta we gotta take a second. Okay, I'm having so much fun with you that I think I don't know. It would be so cool to have a podcast. Yeah, That's, sure. I think we should start a podcast. Yeah, let's let's start a podcast. Agree? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the, the most important thing though is the name. We got to get the name just right. So what? Yeah. What do you think? Um. Wow. The, wow, the town hall meeting podcast. Ooh, I like that. Right, that was in here. I don't know if we mentioned that. No, that's coming up. Okay. That's coming up. Um, what about the White Hand podcast? Wait, how do you how do you spell that? <laughs> you, exactly, the, the White Hand podcast. W i g h t. Or that's funny. That's as funny. In the color. Um, anything else? Ring the bell podcast. Oh, yeah. In honor of Knob, I yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, strange is news from Bree. Wow. No podcast, just that. Yeah, okay. Okay. It's just, All right. Good. Yeah, we're getting close. We're getting close. We will get there one of these days. One of these so. days, we'll get it. Yeah. Okay. Um, what is well, that? Well, thanks say? for doing that with me. That was fun. Don't let the mugworts get you down. Oh, I don't know if Swish and Flick would let us use that. I don't know where you come up with this stuff. Don't let the mugworts get you down. Don't That's later down. in this chapter, the mugworts. Okay, you're right. I know. They're unsavory, not unsavory, but they're just kind of not the most... Friendly hobbits don't exactly. make Frodo feel very good. Exactly. All Let right. me know when we're getting into this place. So I got I got a little atmosphere for yeah, us. Yeah, so we are. We're right there. We're the, okay. the company is in the is in the big common room of the inn. Uh, the gathering it was large and it was mixed. As Frodo discovered, uh, his eyes had to get used to the light. Right. So they're, they're they're now walking into the company. They're they're heading in there, really quickly. Yeah. Oh, what do you got? 
What is this? Oh, this is just we're there. Are we in a tavern now? We're Are in we the in the pony? That's actually really cool. You like that? Yes, it's kind of cool. I meant to fade it in. And I no, it's fine. <laughs> it's totally fine. We just opened the door quickly. Yep, quickly. Uh, we're boom. in there now. We had soundproof doors, and we just That's like, right. Whoa, holy crap. They built it good, Bree. <laughs> they did. They did. You like yeah, that? Is that okay? I do, I do okay. like that. Yes. All right. You adjust um, the volume there as you see fit. Yeah, no, that's actually great. So, um, they... You hear the fire, too? I do. Exactly. I do. Yeah. And it does kind of set the mood a little bit. I like it. it. Um, so, as they as they walk in here, though, they're, they're, there's some singing. There's some, there's some storytelling. Mm -hmm. A mixed, diverse group of people in yes. here. Yes. Okay? Yes, that's right. Um, wow, I'm just so relaxed here. It feels good, doesn't it? It does feel good. <laughs> uh, the company was in the big common room of the inn. The gathering was large and mixed, like you said, as Frodo discovered when his eyes got used to the light. I love, dude, I love that feeling. When you go into a dark room and at first you're like, oh, I can't see anything. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. eventually your eyes adjust and you take more in. You're able to, it's almost like you're hit. It's almost like the same as getting a, a bright light shown in your face. Yeah. It's just as disorienting, just, just the opposite of that. You go in and it's kind of darker. You can't really see anything at first. Oh, yeah. Um, this chiefly, chiefly came from a blazing log fire, for the three lamps hanging from the beams were dim and half-veiled in smoke. So they're just you can imagine, there's just so much pipe going on here that uh, yeah. it's the smoke is even affecting how much light is being shown. Yeah, absolutely. And Barlaman's over by the fire, talking to a couple of dwarves, one or two strange-looking men as well. So mm -hmm. this is the first we hear of these strange-looking men. Right, yeah. Um, I think we get to a part here quickly where they start to in introduce themselves, right? And we talked about yeah. the names. So yeah. the men of the Bree, um, the men of Bree seemed all to have a rather, um, what is that? Um, how do you say that? Wow. Say that? Botanical? But, but, bot Botanical, yeah. What does that mean? Having to do with, you know, plants. Oh, yeah. okay. So okay. the Shire folk are, you know, the rush light, the goat leaf, the heather toes. The apple doors, the thistle wool. Wow, I didn't even care. Okay. And Fernie. Wow. Lane, I never even I never even really caught that. Yeah, That's that actually yeah, okay. Having to do with ferns. Yeah. Would be that one. Okay. Uh, not to mention butter burr. Right. So a burr is like something you get stuck in your saddle, if you know what I mean? Okay. Some of the <laughs> some of the hobbits had similar names. So really earthy people. The mugworts. Don't let the mugworts get you down. Uh -huh. yep. Swish and Flick, feel free to use that if you want to do a Lord of the Rings spinoff show, if you want to start a Lord of the Rings podcast. For instance, seemed numerous. But most of them had uh, natural names such as Banks, Brockhouse, Longholes, Sandheaver, and Tunnelly. Having to do with a tunnel, I guess. Mm -hmm. yeah. Many of which were used in the Shire. Uh, there were several underhills from Staddle. Yeah, that, that's a bit of a problem. That's a, that's problem. a bit of a problem. And so, since we've Did reached... Did Frodo have of, any idea that that was a common name? I don't I know. I mean, Gandalf had to have gotten it from somewhere, I exactly. guess. Exactly. Yeah. And, and Frodo's a pretty smart guy, so he may have... Maybe may have thought... Yeah, I'm sure he's looked into it. I'm sure he knew... I knew that would put me on edge, though. But this is... They were under hills in, in the Shire. That's true. And that's what they're going to question him on. So, we have a bit of a, a problem here. And I have, I have a question for you. Was it a good idea to come into this common room? At all. Mistake one. Was it was well, that a mistake or if, was it not? Well, I mean, well, okay, so <laughs> Right. Both. It's both, as uh -huh. it's both. Would you have come into this common room? Would I I would have been Mary, obviously. 
Yeah. I'm not a I'm not an extrovert. I don't social situations are cool, but they they sap me. And after this journey, I would be like Mary. I'd just want to nah. Let's just hang in the room, man. Come on. Let's sure. Friday night. I'm at home. I'm with my family. So I'm the same way. Let's just let's sit in the room. Let's go out and have a mm-hmm. sniff of air. Yeah. So yeah. no, I, I mean especially if you're wanting to fly below the radar. And I think maybe what they're thinking is they'd be more suspicious if they didn't come out. Okay. Okay. Maybe is is my. And I thought that myself too. Right. Yeah. Is, is that maybe. Is, my yeah is what I'm thinking, mm-hmm. um, but you're right. It doesn't. Uh, yeah. Well, but it feels th- so they've they've gotten comfortable. They had some good food mm-hmm. in them, right? Mm-hmm. And it, and also you want to enjoy this, sure, right? So they're they're thinking we just got to keep to ourselves. We just got to keep our right. mouths shut a little bit, right? right? But they go out here and they start <laughs> drinking, and having a good time, yeah. and it's these Hobbit folks that really help them feel comfortable, almost too, too comfortable. comfortable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. a bit of a mistake, and yep. like like Mary is warning, you know. Don't forget, we're right. s- it's supposed to be a secret mission, you right. know, secret adventure we're right. on. Don't here. go do anything stupid. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, anywho, um, can I just say that Mary is so solid? Yeah, he's solid. Mary is so solid. Now, I don't think what he was doing is a very good idea either, though. No, not at all. Um, he's putting them at risk as well. Yeah. Who? Okay. Who, here's a question: Who? Yeah. If you had to pick one, who's putting them more at risk? Hmm. Who's the bigger liability in this situation? If you had to pick interesting. one. So you're Gandalf and you had to lay blame somewhere. I would have laid it at going in the common room. Me too. I would have. Me too. Because I think, I think that's the greater evil or greater mistake or whatever. Yeah. Because I think if you're a hobbit out in the streets, you know, there are probably other hobbits out in the streets too. Right. You're fine. You're just walking right. around doing your thing. Um, and I get that there are other hobbits in the common, ro- in, in the common room too, but you're going in there to converse and join the to company. To socialize. And this is where stories yeah. are told. told. Bring us some news. Yep. Um, and you get into this piece where they had to come up with a cover story that, uh, well, Frodo's writing a book. He's That's into the, right. he's into That's the right. geography. He's doing, he's doing research. And stuff. Yeah. And he had to, yeah. that was his kind of cover story as to why, I forgot they, about were, that. That's why right. they were there, right? Nat Geo Frodo. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and then he also has to um, explain this, uh, you, you know, the Underhills wanted to know. How come we've never known of you? Yeah, exactly. And, what, well, and then who, where do they live in the Shire? That's right. And, and, That's and who right. is it that... Who do you know? What What's are the our other common problems? relation? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, because they believed he was just a long lost cousin. Yeah, you know, they, they said it. You know, it, it was hard to believe that they, you know, um, could share the name without being related or knowing them. But they took Frodo to their hearts, the long lost cousin. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're friendly and inquisitive. Right? So, they, so yeah. So they've been introduced, and 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 that's uh, that's all going well. Th- things seem to be. Going well. Yeah, things are all right. It, it sounds good. Everything is is uh, is happening. Frodo kind of takes like a back seat, doesn't he? He kind of yes, sits off to his own self and and is and is watching. Um, I'm guessing Sam. They don't really mention Sam a whole lot here mm-hmm. as to what he's doing, Mm-mm. but having having a drink and 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 mingling. I can imagine Sam like almost kind of trying to hold hold the hold Frodo and Pippin kind of together. Trying to kind of like tether the two, like like you know, you know what I'm saying. Trying to temper the two because yeah. Frodo's kind of yeah. withdrawn and Pippin is, uh, you know, letting the ale flow and kind of loosening up a little bit. I wonder if he's trying to figure out like how do I how do I hold this all together? Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. Mr. Frodo's starting to look more suspicious or whatever. He's sitting alone in a corner, listening and looking around. Right, and that so so you're right when you go into that setting of, uh, you know, a social uh, gathering, and you're the person who's withdrawn you also draw indirect attention, attention. To yourself. yeah exactly yeah so 
And, and something interesting as he's sitting there listening and, and thinking about what's going on in this tavern, um, this inn, he hears the idea that there's trouble in the south and that people uh, yeah. to the south and to the east are coming, traveling up to uh, Bree. And um, the Bree folk were sympathetic, um, but mm-hmm. plainly not very ready to take a large number of strangers into their land. Mm-hmm. And um, so this is where you get into the squint-eyed, um, yeah. ill-favored fellow, Ill-favored fellow. Was, uh, was foretelling that more and more people would be coming north in the near future. And they get in this little back and forth about, they just don't really like that. They don't feel comfortable with that idea. Yeah. It's a, look, look, you guys can come here and, and, and maybe you need to, to refresh yourselves a little bit, stay yeah. for a little while, and then move on somewhere and settle somewhere else. And I think it's what he says next, too, that they find kind of um, like maybe unsettling. If room isn't found for them, they'll find it for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, that's the know. difference between hobbits and, and big folk. Sure. I guess, sort of. Yeah. Well, sure. and they also just take up seemingly more space and, and things. I yep. don't know. So and it says the local inhabitants did not look pleased at this prospect. No, exactly. So, exactly. I mean, you wouldn't. If this is your home and you'll have outsiders coming in, it's one thing for you to welcome them in and them come in, but for this, for him to present this idea that they're coming whether you like it or not, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Well, it's presumptuous, but it, sure. Well, and, so, and since they don't want to talk about that, so they decide to turn their attention to Pippin and Sam. Who are feeling more at home, yep. correct? Yeah. And they're having a couple good drinks. Yeah. Telling some stories. Chatting gaily about events in the Shire. Yeah. Right. And oh it was boy. it was this uh, town hole. The town hole in Mickle Delving. Yeah. <laughs> that had felt that had fallen in. <laughs> right. And so, oh, it's hilarious. And, they, and you like that. If you you get to hear a, a story. Yeah, a little, some, little excerpt. Yeah. Yeah. Will Whitfoot Will Whitfoot, uh, the mayor and the fattest hobbit in the West Farthing. <laughs> <laughs> so funny, dude. He looked like a flowered dumpling because he was yeah. covered in chalk. <laughs> it was awesome. So we get a little comic relief here too, which is good right. because the, the tension is kind of rising, right? And we and we we do we we are introduced to this idea of these strangers, you know, squint-eyed fellow. Mm-hmm. Um, some of these men, you know, as Frodo withdraws, you start to notice some of these guys that are that are strange looking, and then suddenly, yeah, Frodo noticed that a strange-looking, weather-beaten man sitting in the shadows near the wall, was also listening intently to the Hobbit talk. He had a tall tankard in front of him and was smoking a long-stemmed pipe curiously carved. His legs were stretched out before him, showing high boots of supple leather that fitted him well, but had, not, but had seen much wear and were now caked with mud. A travel-stained cloak of heavy dark green cloth was drawn close about him, and in spite of the heat of the room, he wore a hood that overshadowed his face. But the gleam of his eyes could be seen as he watched the hobbits. Whoa. Who is that? Who is this guy? <laughs> so he's not just a little mention of, you know, an ill-favored fellow, looking fellow, or or a stranger. We've got a... a Frodo a decent... notices him enough to, mm-hmm. yeah, be able to describe him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In full. Right, and he... he... Yeah, dude, that's, one, that's probably one of my favorite paragraphs of the entire book. <laughs> I know. And probably the entire series for you. Just, ama- just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it really is. Well, who is this guy? And it's, it's enough that it, it causes Frodo to ask, you know, yeah. uh, who he is, and, and then ask the, the and landlord. In, and in a whisper, too. Butterbur, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I guess he says when he has a chance to whisper, Mr. Butterbur, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think you introduced him. Right. And he says he doesn't rightly know, right? Mm-hmm. And, and goes on to, to say that... Um, Call them rangers. Yeah. They're, 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 he's one of the ranger folk, yep. right? Yep. Um, around here, he's known as Strider. Yeah. <laughs> So Brown here is known as Strider. <laughs> so, so good, man. So yeah, that's that's actually a really neat uh, 
uh, description there. And we also get um, the the meaning uh, for one of Strider's other names that we learn is Longshanks mm-hmm. because he goes about at a great pace on his Longshanks. This guy's tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tall guy. Well, he's also always seeming to be off in a hurry. They talk about mm-hmm. how he's just like... And disappearing you know, for a month? Yeah. Year? Just even about normal business, he seems to be quick and always moving. Yeah. Just, you know. Yeah. And he um, pops up every once in a while, too. Yeah. Very yeah. interesting. And, 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 and Butterbur actually says, funny you should ask about him, but at that moment, <laughs> he was called away by a demand yep. for more ale. Yep. And his last remark remained unexplained. He's a human cliffhanger. He is. He just can't remember what he's... There's something. There's something there. Or he gets distracted by something else before he has time to tell you. Right. So, yeah. So, now it's like, oh, God, dude. And then I love this, dude. Because you can just... Well, we saw it in the movie. Because this, this to me, is... This interaction is perfect in the films. Mm -hmm. It's perfect. And so, as soon as he says this, he's called away. And the the remark remained unexplained. Frodo found that Strider was now looking at him. As if he had heard or guessed. That's what's even, like raises the tension even more as if he had heard or guessed all that had been said presently with a wave of his hand and a nod he invited Frodo to come over and sit by him as Frodo drew near he threw back his hood showing a shaggy head of dark hair flecked with gray and in a pale stern face a pair keen of green or sorry gray eyes Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I mean that is uh, and so he's over there now and he he says I am called Strider yeah um I'm very pleased to meet you, Master Underhill. If Old Butterbur got your name right, dude. So he's already on. He knows. Yeah. He knows this, right this now. This dude's savvy. This dude's savvy. I don't, don't know you, who he is. Do you? No, I don't know. But don't you think? Don't you think he knows? Absolutely, he knows. I think he knows. And I think he knows that, who. And doesn't that ruffle Frodo's feathers? Uh huh. It does. This is a big dude, menacing looking. Doesn't look, you know, in a, in a place where he's sat in the back and just kind of watched. Yeah, yeah. And now he feels like he knows more about him than Frodo knows, you know, thinks that he knows. Yeah. Right, exactly. And we get into a bit of... Uh, he gives he, him advice right away. Though. Right away. Right away. He tells him that, uh, you know, if I were you, I would stop your friends from talking too right. much. You know, so if you, they, you've got, uh, you know, drink, fire, and chance meeting are pleasant enough. But, well, this isn't the Shire. They're queer folk about wow i mean and are you one of them exactly right well and that's 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 what's interesting is that all of this is queer to shire folk right you know but even even in in those terms there's something queerer right it's there's something that that's a great point would would cause this guy who the innkeep you know feels is strange you know we don't really know much about him he says there's worse folk about it. Right, right. And he's right. Right. There are, actually. Yeah, and we'll see what happens here in a minute with those folks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyways, so when, when he turns back, he, he turned his gaze back. Um, let's see. His attention was was, was, yeah, was drawn right yep. on, on, on Pippin, and to his alarm, um, he's, he's talking about some... Uh, some names, right? So, some names, yeah. Yeah. Um, which, is, which is not good, and he's... Work, he's talking about Bilbo's farewell party. Yeah, right. Which is oh, not good, geez. right? And this is, you know, so we're, we're trying to avoid the name Baggins. And right, it's about right. to be brought up. And so, and but even just mentioning Bilbo is bad enough. Yeah. It is. It what well, is because that is like, like as far as the uh, Black Riders are concerned, they're just looking for a Baggins. Right. And it could be Bilbo. Right. They're probably looking for Bilbo. And how many Bilbos are there? Right. 
Right. And there's a, yeah, there's a right. notorious they they Bilbo, Bilbo Baggins. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he's telling the wrong story. Yeah. Of all stories to tell, I know. It's it's unreal. Could have gone on about the old Tuke. Well, and, uh, but I think talked Pi- about his Yeah. But I think I think maggot. Pippin was just probably thinking to himself, well, I got I, I got to project Frodo Baggins. And it's right. not even making the connection that no no no, they're looking for Bilbo Baggins right. and through true. association, they're looking for us. That's true. So, I don't know. And, and they do it completely different in the show. But anyways, he's able to kind of stop them by jumping up on the table. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and uh, he starts a speech. Yeah. He starts a speech. In a, in a very Shire-like uh, tradition, right? Right. He exactly. starts, starts with uh, suitable words as they would have been said in the Shire. We're all very much gratified by the kindness of your reception. And I venture to hope that my brief visit will help to renew the old ties of friendship between the Shire and Bree. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and then, so formal, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, and then they start chanting, a song, a song, a song. Yeah. They want him to sing, of course. Right, because now he's up on the table, and we've got, you know, this yeah. is interesting. And, and he was right. the quiet one, you know. So Right, right. He's back, thrown know. back into the spotlight. Right. And, like, Frodo, I love this. I put LOL next to this. For a moment, Frodo stood gaping. He was caught off guard, right? He's like, geez, a, 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 a song? And he might also be thinking, well... Mm-hmm. Never mind. He sings one that Bilbo had been fond of. Yeah, but I bet he was—he was probably thinking to himself, "Man, I better not sing a song that Bilbo wrote, or yeah. has or has sung out somewhere before, because that might be." I mean, I guess maybe that you know a lot of those songs are mixed in with. I'm trying to think why he was caught off so caught off guard. Is it because he just wasn't ready to sing? Probably. Maybe and he just he wasn't anticipating well, he, that. He, he jumps up on the table quickly just to move yeah. the attention away. Right, and then it's sort of like he was go- his speech. Okay, cool. Attention. Right. Now let me see if I can you know slide back in, get, get back over to Pippin and say, yeah. "What are you doing? Yeah, true. Stop this crap. True. What's Good going point. on? So now he's going you know? to have to perform. Now he's got now he's got to sing though because they've got him up on a table. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> g- good master, give us a song, 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 Let's song. Go. I would too. You, oh yeah, you get a couple more of these. Uh, well, we're gonna be when we're doing drinks of the dragon. What are we here. having? What, what drink are we having right the now? Hilltop Lager. Hilltop Lager. Woo! Four Give me string. A couple more of those Hilltops. Absolutely. And I'll get up on this gosh dang table. I think you would. Okay. I think you should. I think I might here in a little bit. I think you should sing this song. I thought you had this. One. We have two variations of the song. I don't really have a variation. You, you were singing it over there by the fridge. I don't think I was. But go ahead. What I don't want to go first. Now I'm gaping. No, only 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 a few words of it um, are now as a rule remembered. That's interesting, isn't it? When they talk yes. about the song, yes, that only a few words of it as a rule are remembered. Uh, it's quite a, it's quite a long song, so you don't have to do the whole thing. Why is that it. now? Why is that? Yeah, is that is that explained anywhere? No, it's just a really it's a kind of an interesting, you know, afterthought. Um, and it comes to him because it's about an end. An end, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so he makes that uh, yeah. association. That's good. Yeah. So there is an inn, a merry old inn, beneath an old gray hill, and there they brew a beer so brown that the man in the moose himself. Oh my gosh, the man in the it. moose! You had I gotta it. get my cadence. Come on, huh? There is an inn, a merry old inn, beneath an old gray hill, and there they brew a beer so brown that the man in the moon himself came down one night to drink his fill. The Ulster has a tipsy cat that plays a five minute. Oh my gosh, dude, I can't dude, do it. Dude, you're so good. That is so. I great, gotta though. get it. <laughs> it's so good. The Ulster has a tipsy cat that plays a five stringed fiddle. And up and down he runs his bow, now squeaking high, now purring low, now sawing in the middle. Oh, the landlord keeps a little dog that is mighty fond of jokes. When there's good cheer among the guests, he cocks a near at all his jests and laughs until he chokes. Well, wow. they also keep a horned cow as proud as any queen. 
But music turns her head like ale and makes her wave her tufted tail and dance upon, upon the green. green. And oh, the rows of silver, silver dishes dish. on the store of silver spoons. Mm-hmm. For Sunday, there's mm-hmm. a special mm-hmm. pair, and there they polish up mm-hmm. with care yeah. on Saturday afternoons. The man in the moon was drinking deep and eat. <laughs> it's hard to keep it's that so, up. Dude. That's great, though. We're say that for the road. See, the, I wasn't, I wasn't picturing it going that fast. Well, but you know that's who's great. You know who sings this in the Hobbit? Uh-uh. Is uh, oh, what's his name? It's the one that uh, James Nesbitt plays. I think it's Biffer. Really, I didn't even yes. know this was sung in the Hobbit. Extended edition, I think. See, and you just handed that and me you today. Seen, yeah, you just handed that yeah. to me today. So it's kind of this. He has this kind awesome. of driving. Um, Oh my gosh! What would That's you call cool. it? Just like a pub K- drinking song, yeah, like yeah. Bum, bum. like you can you could pound your table along. Well, and it says at, at, you know after this, and it's, it's probably one of the longer songs in the in the series. Actually, it's, it's great, it is, dude. So there's loud applause. Um, he, Frodo had a good voice, and you have a good mm-hmm. voice as well. Good mm-hmm. job, my friend. Um, I, I want I want to get that one man for the album. That album, when we do the album, we have to do a couple takes. That's, that's, that's coming quick, out, baby. I know, a, I know. That's awesome. <laughs> so, that is not at all what I was expecting you to do. So I'm actually like yeah. super drinking song. You got to go fast, right? Super proud of And you can imagine him in between going, "Wow!" Absolutely, you can. Yeah, that's great. Drunk ass. Oh, that's awesome. So, um, let's see. He ought to hear this. Bob ought to learn um, his cat, the fiddle, and then we'd have a dance. They called for more ale and began to shout, let's have it again, Master. Come on now once more. <laughs> That's you right. Know, um, Where's old Barley? Right, exactly. He's got to hear he's this. He's got to hear this. Yep. This is great. Um, so, you know, so Frodo's feeling good now, and this is where sometimes it's too much of a good thing. I know. You know what I'm saying? I know. And I think even Frodo thinks, okay, well, I've distracted him. We're, um, you know, we're we're not focusing on on Pippin now. I can run with this a little bit, sure, and so sure. he feels a little too comfortable almost when he has another drink. Um, oh, that's you know, true. They actually watch him like pound a drink. I think you know he's just, just like just yeah. <laughs> put that back, Shotguns son. It. Um, so now it was his turn to feel pleased, as you said, and uh, he gets back up into it. And so here we go. Keeping um, above the table. Yeah, he mm. leaped in the air. He was too vigorous, though. Mm-hmm. He came down, bang, into a tray full of mugs and slipped and rolled off the table with a crash, clatter, and bump. The audience all opened their mouths wide for laughter. And I can see that, yeah. right? Like, oh, yeah. oh. Ah. Uh, And stopped short, stopped short in gaping silence. Wow. For the singer disappeared. Can you imagine? No. And actually, the way in which he falls and disappears in... The show is perfect. I do kind it of see good. that. It is good. You know, I, I wish it were more in this, like, not him running to stop, you know, his right. friend. And, the, well, the important part here is you don't see the ring. Sure. In the exactly. movie, ring pops up. Right. It's, it's falling the focus. Back. It mm-hmm. falls on his finger. So mm-hmm. it's almost like they tie his disappearance to the ring right mm-hmm. away, which I guess maybe is more the point in the movie to speed things up. Mm-hmm. You're not reading between the lines. And that maybe... I mean, I, that does make it almost more dangerous, I, I would say. Yeah. Because then yeah. it's like, well, he disappeared because of this ring. What kind of rings do that? Magic rings. Okay. Yeah. And so here it's almost like he just disappeared. What happened? It could be some other sorcery. For sure. For you know sure. I mean? Yeah, so. exactly. So, Still not good, though. No, it's not, not great. It's not good. Um, I can see I can see Strider just sit in the corner being like, right. Duh hell. Yeah. And so, again, you know, and, and they just saw, um, you know, Frodo is this the one who, uh, that probably hurt. It did, but I deserved it. You did. So the local hobbits are staring in amazement, and they kind of all back away from Pippin 
and Sam. Like, whoa, this you is guys. A turn off. Hold on a second, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> Queer folk, right? Say what? So, so they were pretty upset, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they were. Look, they, they, they were looking around at them um, with a knowing and half mocking expression that made them feel very uncomfortable. Uh, presently, he slipped out of the door. Oh, wait, wait, oh, I'm sorry. Let me back up. Yeah. Um, that that I didn't mean to jump that That's far okay. ahead there. Let's see. So, all the company drew away from Pippin and Sam, who found themselves left alone in a corner, mm-hmm. and eyed darkly and doubtfully from a distance. Can't you see everyone just fading back into the shadows? Yeah. And almost yes. like you just see eyes. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, it was plain that many people regarded them now um, as the companions of a traveling uh, magician yep. of unknown powers and purpose. Yep. But there was one swarthy Breelander who stood looking at them with a knowing and half-mocking oh expression gosh, that made them feel very uncomfortable. So that's 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 uh, that's not good. Pres- and what does he do right after that? Right, he see presently he slipped out the door, followed by the squint-eyed southerner. The two had been whispering together a good deal during the evening. Harry, the gatekeeper, see, also went out just behind them. That's also troubling. Yeah. Right, Harry, who at first we were alarmed by, and then he kind of calmed us by, you know, reassuring us this is just his job. Right. He leaves right. I didn't. We didn't even know he was there. First of all, mm-hmm. and then we see that he leaves with these two suspicious-looking guys. Or right, right after. So yeah, for sure. Hmm. Yeah, and then now Frodo's struggling here. Like, what happened? Yeah. Oh yeah, he what felt like happened? an idiot. You know. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 inter- dude, this is so interesting. Yeah. With not knowing what else to do, he feels drawn to that corner to go by Strider. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. For sure. And and he's 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 trying to figure out what had happened. With the ring, and I think he he comes to the. Um, thank you. I did it again. <clears throat> oh no, me. no, I wasn't laughing at that. Oh, for did your sure. Voice crack. It did. I felt it. Um, can I see your ID, sir? Can you really hold up a drink here? I can, I can. I've got a cold, guys. So leave me alone. Mm, sure. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but he 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 has this uh, when he's thinking about his hand in his pocket, mm-hmm. and when he's falling off that table, he reaches forward to kind of catch himself. His mm-hmm. hand's still in his pocket, right? Mm-hmm. And so then that's when he the the ring slips on you know his uh, his hand. Okay, but it's interesting too here how the the ring gets this personality again that we haven't seen for a while, right? We haven't gotten this for a while for a Mormon for a moment. We're doing great. This is just not my night for <laughs> spaking. For a moment, he wondered if the ring itself had not played a tr- him a trick. Mm-hmm. Right? Perhaps it had tried to reveal itself in response to some wish or command that was felt in the room. Let's go. Let's Holy go. Lee Sauron. Right. He did not like the looks of the men that had gone out. Yep. So, you know, all, who, all these... Yeah. Who was that ring sensing? Exactly. It was sensing those exactly. men. Right? And not only that, it, does, it doesn't only put the blame on the ring, but also, was there some kind of greater incantation that made him slip and fall? Oh, my gosh. It says, it says right there, you know, perhaps it had tried to reveal itself in response to some wish or command that was felt in the room. Maybe it could have been the two working together, is mm-hmm. what I'm thinking. Sure. So maybe... Mm-hmm. Oh, I see what you're saying, too. We're saying the same thing. No, we are. We're saying the same thing. But, but my, you know, it's wanting... To get to someone else. those spies... Sure. For, ...for their attention to be drawn to him yeah. in a way that's not good. One of the characteristics that they're looking for is a magical ring that can make someone disappear. Right. Right? And right. ba-boom. Right. He just did that. Right. And those boys are out the door. Right. Like, ready to report. And maybe, too, there's some dark magic working where they, you know, they 
obviously if they're looking for someone, they're keen to what they need to be looking for. And so maybe as soon as, as they heard mention of Bilbo, mm -hmm. right? And then this Frodo guy or Underhill gets up and starts trying to distract. Maybe they were keen to that or aware of that. Yeah, yeah. And then they, you know, kind of hoped he would hoped he would fall. Maybe they yeah. said a little black speech or something. I don't know. Maybe absolutely. You know, who knows what's sure. done in the shadows. My favorite, this is, the, this is freaking hilarious. Mm -hmm. Well, said Strider, when he reappeared, why'd you do that? Worse than anything your friends could have said. You have put your foot in it. Or should I say your finger? I don't know what you mean, said Frodo, annoyed and alarmed. Oh, yeah, you do, answered Strider. But we had better wait until the uproar has died down. Then, if you please, Mr. Baggins, yep. I should like a quiet word with you. Uh-huh. What yep. about, asked Frodo, ignoring the sudden use of his proper name. A matter of some importance to us both, answered Strider, looking Frodo in the eye. You may hear something to your advantage. Very well, said Frodo, trying to appear unconcerned. Uh, you can just see him so, I mean, you can oh, imagine man. seeing him so ruffled. I'll talk to you later. TTYL. Right, exactly. So anyways, um, so we'll kind of break there and then, then uh, Butterbur comes back in. Uh, trying to listen to what what was happening, the different mm -hmm. accounts. Just a huge commotion going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, and this is where Mister Mugwort, you know. Oh yeah, Mister Mugwort. Right, right. Don't let him get you down, man. Vanished into, into thin air. Um, you know, mm -hmm. I saw Mister Butterbur. Leastwise, I didn't see him. If you take my meaning. Mm -hmm. And and Butterbur's. This is why I, I love the dude, man. He's like, I'm sure it was some kind of mistake, you know. Um, uh, what does he say? No, there's too much of that Mr. Underhill to go vanishing into thin air. Yeah. Or yeah. into thick air, as is more likely in this room. Right, right. You All know? the smoke. <laughs> he said, you know, he's, he's, you know, well, where is he now? How should I know? He's welcome to go where he will, so long as he pays in the morning. So he kind of tries to, 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 you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cover this a little bit and cover Frodo's butt. Which is good. And I wonder if he's, he's if it started to now, and I think it has. It has, um, he's starting to remember what he needs yeah. to talk to mm -hmm. these hobbits about. Mm -hmm. And he yeah, asks sure. for a private conversation yes, as well. Yes, he does. And, and so there's, there's that piece. So, yep. um, let's see. And that's pretty much, that's pretty much the end of the that, chapter. That is pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, he says, he goes over to him and says, you know, I'm very sorry I caused any trouble. Yeah, it was a most unfortunate accident. We're a bit suspicious around here of anything out of the way or uncanny. You know, um, mm -hmm. and then Frodo Frodo realizes they got to make an early start. He says, "Well, you see, our ponies are ready by eight o'clock." Very good, says uh, Barlaman. Uh, Something has just come back to my mind that I ought to tell you. I hope that you'll not take a miss. When I've seen a thing or two, I'll come along your way to your room if you're willing. Certainly, said Frodo, but his heart sank. Yeah, he wondered how many private talks he would have before he got to bed, and what they would reveal. Were these people all in league against him? Had he began to suspect even old Butterbur's fat face of concealing dark, or he he began to suspect even old Butterbur's fat face of concealing dark designs. Yeah. So we had a little bit of hope, you know. I mean, there's a little bit of hope at the beginning of this that we would just remain, you know, unnoticed. Mm -hmm. We would stay secret, and then you know, it just this just builds, right? Yeah. It just builds, yeah. and then you know, we're afraid we're going to get caught, and then we go. It's this back and forth again. Mm -hmm. We thought maybe Butterbur was someone to trust. Uh, you know, um, Frodo helps avoid Pippin making a slip up and then he's the one that slips up. Mm -hmm. It's all very unexpected again. Right. 
Yeah, it is. Um, and again, and now, Mary, now it's like, now we're back at square one. Who can we trust? Right, exactly. Mary's God knows where, right, too. Yeah, that's true. We don't know where he is. <laughs> if he's safe, that's right. Right, right. so... Um, I don't, I don't know. It's uh it's it's a neat introduction to Strider. Very Great. very awesome. Great. And it's neat to sort of see this dynamic in Bree, uh Butterbur, like all of that is 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 really cool. Yeah. Um and like I said, it's this la- it's supposed to be this last sort of like, yeah, cool. We're we're going to gather ourselves here. We're what were they planning on doing after this? Right. They didn't. How how were they getting out? How were they getting back yeah, to the room? Yeah. I mean, if this wouldn't have happened in the common room, what was the plan? Yeah. You know, did they have a plan to leave at eight o'clock in the morning and and take off and keep going? I mean, great, I think, I think they question. I think they kind of did, but they're always hoping there's this, and we're going to get into that next chapter yeah, actually. Yeah, but do we wait for Gandalf? Do we stay? What, what, what mm-hmm. you know? What do we do? We still don't know what Butterbur has to tell us, right? So it's also like you know we're we're hanging around until we can at least you know is he going to remember to tell us by eight o'clock in the morning or by the next morning? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you don't know. Yeah, you know, we're and, trying to figure out. Yeah, and this they don't really exactly, and I don't know that they're real like hung up on. What, yeah, we, the audience, right, are waiting to see what's happening there. But the ho- our hobbits are kind of just, okay, something he was thinking about and wanted to say, mm-hmm. maybe about Shire folk or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't think they realize that it's a personal thing, a personal message for them until here, yeah, until here at the until end. The next, right. You know, right. and the next chapter. Right. Yeah. But I think they are kind of hanging on to his every word because t- uh, Tom, again, oh, because sure, Tom that's mentions true. Yeah. him, right? That he's right. this reliable guy. And so if he has something to tell them, Peculiar. He didn't even know we were coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of thing, right? Right. I wonder if they even wonder: Is it a message from Tom? True. Yeah. That. You know? yeah, I mean, could be. I don't know. It's just very interesting. So uh, one cool connection I did think of: we a lot of them we we made within the reread again. Yeah. Sure. But again, there's this idea, and we even see it more next chapter as some more information is revealed. But you know, not only with the um, the message of the story that it's it's not Bilbo's story. It's not what yes. you think it's going to be, um, you know. And and this idea that we've had almost almost every chapter is like nothing is quite as it seems. Mm-hmm. We think something's going to go one way. We think a character is going to be one way, or be a certain type of character. We think this for sure is going to happen, and we've got no problems. Whatever. It's always not what we expect. Yep. And this theme is just carried out through and I, I you could start expecting right and you can say well that's in every that's in every story you're right but it's a trademark of like the best kind of writing mm-hmm. yeah and it makes for the best drama well it yeah really for sure does. well we don't know who so, to trust anymore exactly you know we're not even trusting this guy who was recommended to us by tom bombadil no. at the end of this no. chapter is he hiding some dark designs exactly right. yeah behind that beautiful fat face yeah yeah so so anyways it's a cool chapter Man. i think next chapter really ramps up that's where we're really going to get into some, some Just juicy record stuff. it now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we will. Maybe we will. Yeah. Um, so anyways, okay, let's it. Let's move on to um, our Bywater post. And, and again, we wanted you guys to, um, if you have any of your Tolkien stories, to kind of share these with us on an unexpected pod mm-hmm. at gmail.com. If you send those there, we have a folder designated where we can just kind of read those and share those um, here at the Bywater post. We'll still trickle in some shout outs and things here as well, but um, we're noticing that things are, it's, it's a great problem to have. Uh, things are getting buried in the Facebook uh, page and group and it's hard for us to f- find those things. Yep. Uh, so, which is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> so it is. if we've missed anyone's story, you know, like, and basically your story is how you got into, um, you know, reading the Hobbit or, you know, the fellowship of the ring or the movies, where did you start? You know, how did you get into it? 
Um, what personal connections do you have with it? Is it something that you revisit every, you know, two, three years or mm -hmm. every year? Mm -hmm. um, those are the kind of things that we want to read and, and share with, with, with folks um, in the Bywater post. And then we obviously, as we did earlier, we read all the different comments and stuff that we had from last week's thread. Uh, so in the recap, we will kind of read those as well and, uh, and what have you. So, yeah. So yeah, so we have, you have a couple people uh, pulled up here, right? Yes, I do, my friend. Oh, boy. Um, so like, like I said, we didn't get any specific emails uh, from Bywater Post, so we just kind of pulled some stuff that uh, some new people that reached out and some just some different so you know we're on we have twitter going on now we've got tweets and twits and all that stuff that's going on uh we've got instagram both those are at up talking tolkien um and then also just a couple of uh, itunes reviews that were that were really cool that we wanted to wanted to read so um and also we're going to be doing a pop socket giveaway yeah which it's irrelevant to hear now because it will have already been on line but congratulations to Whoever you're the next winner, we're very happy for you. And maybe are you, you trying to get me to in post edit edit somebody's name in here? Maybe I'm telling you right now, I will not have any more of that crap. Okay, I want to hear you impersonate my voice because I've done you. Let's hear me. <laughs> Come on, yeah, I'd like you to put this in like that person's name in. That's just uh, your voice. Is that my you're voice? Just doing okay. hand gestures. Sorry, that and you made your lips a little different shaped. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got oh our good God. buddy um, Jake Hodgson, yep. who is um, uh, an awesome. Uh, he he paints these miniatures. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, absolutely. he paints these miniatures. Uh, he does them for commit uh, commission. Dear Lord, dude, just you know, edit me out of this one. <laughs> Cut me out. Do do uh, do the um, you know the hello, welcome to an unexpected podcast. Do the Stephen Hawking voice because right, okay. I'm done. I'm done. All right, cool. I quit. Uh, he is Warhammer period time. So Warhammer time mm -hmm. on uh, on Instagram. Follow him. He, he paints these and they look beautiful. Anyway, he does them for commission. He's sending as an eye um, the, uh, a miniature each. He, he, made, wow. he hand painted Gandalf for Ez. He hand painted Aragorn for me. And we have not seen these yet. He didn't even send pictures. The only uh, thing I got was he sent oh, a picture weird. of the two types of Aragorn. I guess there's two poses that he had. Okay. And he was like, which one do you prefer, man? So just he's, he's a great guy. He's reached out. He's had nothing but positive things to say to us. Loves the community. Um, loves being an upper. Loves the book club. So it's awesome. So he, awesome. He's, I wanted to share that he does that. So go check those out. But he also is like uh, a musician, dude. And he does like DJing stuff. Wow. Yeah. And his stuff is awesome. We were talking about uh, doing dance parties before. We were just as was talking, as was showing us his moves, which are there, there are two. And um, and I was like, dude, we should get some. We should get some of the the Pharaoh K man. Yeah. And, he, and they were like, what? I was like, Jake Hodgson. He does like he, I don't know if it's I don't know how DJs work. I don't know if it's mixing or scratching or whatever. But he he has some music and it's awesome. It's like club dance. Nice. Um, uh, and I'm not articulating it the best does way, he have but a, it's does awesome he have a, like, a little. Yes, it's on. I don't know if he has a turntable or whatever. I think no, it's no, like no. mixing. What I, I mean, I mean like. Uh, well, you did a you did a wicka wicka motion. Okay, there. hold on now. Does he have like a, a like a Hobbit inspired? You know, dude, actually, I actually I wanted to ask crazy, him. Right? I wanted to ask him if he could like remix our intro. Oh, dude, that'd be cool. Wouldn't that be awesome? That'd be really cool. We have a couple episodes where he could do like a um, 
yeah. an interpretation of our dun 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 dun, or dun, even dun. just like like one of the um, one of the songs for the album, yeah, like like or <laughs> when I was even thinking of like the original soundtrack, like kind of doing something with the soundtrack, but then oh. doing some yeah. his interpretation of yeah. some, something. You know, we could ask him. Let's ask him, like the Shire theme, or, yes, or whatever. And he talks about the inspiration of of the um of the soundtracks. He we read his on Bywater Post. Yeah, one yeah, of yeah. The, yeah, one of the first couple episodes we read his story. So nice. he was yeah inspired by that music. Good. Anyway, I wanted to I wanted to plug him just because he's he's such a good guy and his music is so cool and he's he's an artist, um, and he's been really kind to us like all of you. Uh, but at Pharaoh K Music or at S E S K A Music Seska Music, and he's on SoundCloud, so you can hear some of his music on SoundCloud. Cool, it's great. So anyway, he's sending those to us, and we're going to do a review of those as well when we get those. We're going to take pictures. We may even do a little video again that shows mm-hmm. his craftsmanship as well. Um, let me see. Let me get this straight. Oh, also on uh, Twitter, we are now f- um, followed by the illustrious, the beautiful, the wonderful Tammy Lane. Oh, man. She actually uh, replied to our um, our tweet that was about our interview with her. And she mm-hmm. said, it was a great pleasure and so much fun to share so many stories. Thank you for sparking memories I had almost forgotten. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I, mean, that's awesome. I, I got chills when I read it. I got chills again. Yeah. Like, dude, we have a special surprise for her, actually. Yes, we do. We have a really special surprise for her. Tammy, there's no way you're listening, yeah, that, but right. you have a surprise coming. And I'm, I'm saying that to everyone here, so that way our listeners kind of know that we're sending her something very special. Yeah. Um, hopefully getting a, a Tammy, uh, Tales with Tammy Part 2. Yes. And, and to do that, we have a very tricksy way in which we're going to entice her. Oh. She will never forget us. I'll just tell you that much. Um. Yeah, ooh, so we'll share that when it comes in. We it's will, actually, we're order it. um, it's actually a headshot of Ez signed by me. Right. So he's kind of putting his hands under his. his it's kind of weird, sort of thing. It's yeah, mildly erotic. We have a couple. We we have a ton of new reviews on iTunes. We have had um, some messages that some people are having difficulty with that. We need to figure that out. They keep trying to post uh, reviews oh on gosh, iTunes and they're not showing up. So Ez is gonna Ez is gonna call Steve Jobs on the phone. And get that. No, I'm, right. I'm sorry. Um, someone from Apple. Yes. I don't know who the, yeah. The current. Yeah, I got you. Tim Cook. And, and figure they're going to figure that out because that's ridiculous that those not showing it, up. It is. Div- I will say, I've done this. Um, I've had other people talk to me about this on, on other mm-hmm. podcasts. Mm-hmm. And it is weird. Like you, you, you press the submit button and you're like, I don't know if I submitted it five mm-hmm. times or if it didn't go through mm-hmm. at all. And, and actually, that's happened to me once. It hasn't had, yeah. Yeah. So, so it is something that's, it's just an iTunes thing. It's, you know, you can go. I would I'll try coming back a couple hours later or something. Sometimes yeah. it's just what's going on with copy their, and paste your review if you're really proud of it. That way you don't lose it, and then that yeah, you can try submitting it. Yeah, it's times. it's different. Though. Don't give up. We're sorry about that because yeah. we love hearing what you have to say. Exactly. Uh, and we have our first three star rating, which I'm really proud of. <laughs> yeah, honestly, okay. I really am. Yeah, like okay. I think that's I think that's cool. That's good. Yeah. Um. So we have from never acquiesce uh, an unexpected delight. And Never Acquiesce says, my favorite podcasts are those where you not only feel the friendship coming through in the conversations. <laughs> wow. We're doing a great acting job. Just kidding. But join, but long to join in as well. Friends, there is no other podcast that elicits this feeling in me more than Ez and Lane's walk through Middle Earth. So she says, you know, in just a few short weeks, it has become my favorite podcast. She goes on to say some more. Or I guess it's, I don't know if it's a she or he. Sorry. Never, never acquiesce. Um, excellent uh, words. Very encouraging. Thank yeah. you very much. Thank you. And then Airedale06, 
This is the perfect podcast for any Tolkien enthusiast. The story is so deep and intricate, and we're lucky to have Ezra and Lane as our guides through the read-through. You guys think way too highly of us. That's Especially we're, Lane. We're... <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think you need to go <clears throat> mow the grass wow. out there. Okay. Well, I fixed my mistake. Sorry. We're actually the ones that consider ourselves lucky to have you guys. Mm-hmm. So just so you know, uh, whether you've read the books once or 10 times, there's always new connections to be made and always a chance to appreciate Absolutely. Tolkien's talent. Absolutely. That's right, yes. baby. Um, okay, another cool thing. The Hobbiton movie set has followed us nice. on Twitter, which is cool. They they started hashtag... But Dude... What is going on with you today? Okay, guys, I want to take this opportunity to retire from. No, I'm not even going to stop you. I'm never like this, man. I'm not even going to stop I'm you. I'm never like this. I'm the solid one. <laughs> oh, my. oh. So, anyway. Oh, my God. I can pronounce. I can pronounce. I can. Okay, wait a second. Wait a second. Announce. You, you mean you're solid and you can, you can read better than me? Well, that's fine. That's fair. I didn't say okay. better. That's what you said. Differently. I did not. This, this is it. I did not. Hashtag Team Ez. Uh, the split. Hashtag the split. Hashtag Team Ez versus Team Lane. You've heard of the show. We're splitting up together. Well, that's what we're doing for real. You know what? I think there's another podcast that has a green door that I should go listen to. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Back to the show. Anyway, um, Hobbiton Movie Set has followed us on Twitter. And where I started to stumble was the hashtag Fellowship Friday. They actually started that like a, a long time ago and they post or they encourage people to, to tag photos yeah. from the set. And so, you know, we're starting to do that where we post every Friday, you know, like yeah. a, a shirt that sure. we wear or something that reminds us of the fellowship. And you guys have joined into that and made it pretty awesome. And uh, so anyway, they, they like those and they're, they're like, hey, we like this fellowship Friday. Keep it up. It's just kind of cool. Maybe they'll send us free tickets and we can send us all there. Does it have to be the like wearing a shirt or something or can it be like just your stuff? Yeah. And that's what people have done. They've said, you know, they've taken a shot over their shoulder of a poster or, you know, they've got something on their desk. The, um, like pop your, figurines or whatever. Like your yeah. your, I would love to see people's like you know everybody has like a shelf with like a collection of yes. books and stuff. Yes, I love seeing those. Yeah, those are those are actually really cool. That's what me. it's intended for. I I'm gonna run out of shirts to wear. I'm not gonna repost the same ones over and over again. So it's gonna go from I I yeah. I'm proud because I got a, a few shirts when we started doing this. Yeah, and I yeah. love wearing them. But yeah, it'll it'll. But eventually you're gonna run out of them. You're, you're gonna be shirtless. I mean, they're starting to stink already. <laughs> so. Jeez. So we're, okay. yeah, what we'll okay. do is we'll move on from that. I'm yeah, sorry. sure. That's I'm fine. sorry. Having a butterbur moment. Awesome. Or life. Uh, and then we also have uh, a, uh, an amazing uh, tweet from at uh, Elasa Raptor on Twitter. Uh, she said that uh, she was making this list, and and number twenty, it just popped up. I was like, oh, what is this? Oh my god, yeah. Twenty said, have listened to a lot of podcasts, but at Up Talking Tolkien is probably the only one that's made me cry twice in only five episodes. Also, their interview with makeup artist Tammy Lane was wonderful. So that was just unexpected. I didn't even know at Elasiraptor. And it's yeah. just amazing because we hear from a lot of you very often, but there are a ton of you that we've you're 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 not on the Facebook group yet, or yeah, whatever. We just haven't heard, or you, from or you. you just, just got here this week, yeah, and you're actually still back on episodes one or two yeah. or three, and that's cool. And I want to say something really quickly about like Bywater Post and our community and things. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes the reason we read iTunes re- reviews mm-hmm. 
it's not necessarily to be self-serving. No, no. And I want you guys to understand this. Please piece. don't take it that way. We, we do it so that way we can mention your username. You did us yeah. a kindness in in putting that review there, whether it's good or bad or what have you. And, you know, we like to just kind of read some of those and share some of those thoughts or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, um, and we also are big believers in rewarding positivity. So exactly. It's just, it's, it's another way to get, yeah, it's, it's just like the Bywater Pro. Shout outs. It's, it's really, another, yes. for me, it's just shout outs. Yes. I like, to, I like to give people. And a lot of podcasts do that. A lot of them though, if, if you read any, if you leave any kind of review, they will read it on their, on their recording. Yeah. yeah. And, and another thing too, though. So if we had, what in the world, dude, you guys, this Kyle is the Mooney. reason we should go check out Kyle ways. Mooney. We should check him out on YouTube. Okay. All right. Butterbur. Here we go. It's not my name. Um, Strider. The reason why we, we want to kind of shift the idea of like the Bywater post uh, to the email is, uh, or, or just, you know, as we get new people coming in, um, we're saying that more and more uh, because we don't want them to get lost when they come to the Facebook page, or the Facebook group because of everything that's going on there. Cause you imagine someone's listening like this week just found the podcast and they want to share their story. We want it to be very easy for them to do that. So we're just saying, send that to an unexpected pod at gmod.com and we will, you know, read that on the show. So, well, I wish you guys could see what I am seeing right now. It's ridiculous. So anywho, there's that. I think. Could you good. say that part again? Say what part? Just, just say that part again. I don't know which part you're talking about. All of it? The part where I'm trying to finish the podcast and get us out of here on time? You know? Anywho. All right. Um, so there we go. Strawberries and cream, my friend. Oh, wait. What? I have more. Well, I have one more. Well, why are you sitting over there making faces Actually, here, I'll let you read it. I can't believe you. It's two. It's from um, someone on Instagram who, again, we, we had never heard from before. Okay. Guy's name is Josh underscore champion. Okay. He for real is a champion. So it's this one and then the next one. Just read what he says. It's beautiful. Okay. Okay. Can you do that for me? Uh, sure. Uh, really happy to find this podcast and love what you guys are doing. Huge Lord of the Ring fan. Uh, been hoping for a podcast like this for a long time. Do you have a link or a direction where your Patreon donations are? Okay. Yes. Um, and I think Lane shared that with him. It's uh, just so everyone knows. Patreon.com forward slash up. Talking Tolkien uh, is where you go. Hope you don't mind, but I am actually a form member on something called um, Flame of Udun. Thank you. From Out of the Kitchen. Lane is clutch. Uh, it's a Weta st um, statue collecting form, and I started a thread in the general discussion letting those guys know of your podcast. I hope they find it. This is really cool. I've not read this. This is awesome. Um, I know. That's why I had you read it. Thank you. And and you guys can get some more subscriptions. Keep up the great work. Wow. Josh, you're a champion. Yeah. You're the man. This is awesome. Thank you so much. It's really cool. That's really cool. Flame of Udun. <laughs> Gandalf. Gotcha. There's your phone back. I just on my phone. Okay. Thank you. What were you saying that we're going to do next? Uh, strawberries with cream. Wow. This is no joke. I'm eating a strawberry with cream. Lane just... That's what we just, do. Vacated. You want to start a start a little video there. Come on, show them we're not we're he, not. They're not going to believe us. They're not going to believe this. I will, I will actually start this live. Um, so give me a second here. You guys going to get a little a little tasting of the craziness. No pun intended. Like straight up, this Lane does this to me, man. Why do you? Oh put me man, on the that spot? is fresh, dude. <laughs> Just come out of your backyard. Mm. Mm -mm. Not yet. 
Wow. Sorry if, if it's going to get a little weird. Live it's already video. gotten weird, my friend. What, what should I title this? Um, strawberries. strawberries with cream, maybe? God, dude. Why don't you just let me... I got to get the video going. As, ber- as berries with cream? I'm, I'm, I think I'm misspelling strawberry. I'm going to do a little plug real quick for, I know I said we never do plugs, but Cool Whip Extra Creamy made with real cream or wheel cream. Actually, really, it's it's amazing. This is crazy. Only 25 calories, guys. So really just <laughs> fuel up. Fuel up. Um, starting the live video. Okay, there we are live. So this is actually mid episode. This is kind of crazy. Berries with cream. Yeah, let me let me flip this over to Lane here so everybody can see. Man, there he is. Some strawberries with mm. cream. You need some more? Digging it. Let me get a bite here. Let me get a little. You take over. What? You take over. Mm. Oh my god, dude! I feel like Sam White candy. That's huh? really good. There's a lot of glare in my glasses right now. Well. Wow. That's kind of your trademark, bud. You want some more cream? Um, yeah, here, hold on. on. Ez can't record stuff and also do real actions at the I same can't. time. This is crazy. Hi, Arwen. Arwen wants some too. You see that? Yeah, I see you that. See her down there. Yep. So we're doing a live Facebook video and we're we're podcasting at the same time. So this is sort of bizarre. I'm sorry for the ending of this episode and how it's gone. It's been a little crazy. Hey, um, we want to make sure that you guys are listening all the way to the end. Right. Exactly. Uh, we're keeping it fun. We're saving some stuff here. So okay. So the prancing pony. Warm, accommodating, full of good beer and smoke and food. Where's your favorite place on earth to grab a beer in the throat? <laughs> Ezra. What, ma'am? <laughs> Where's your favorite place? Oh. Did you not hear me? That was the strawberries <laughs> with cream. It's both literal and a, and a segment Will you get week. this out of my hand? <laughs> Dude, how can you not use your two hands at the same time? Can I time? put this on the table? I'm going to eat it. Can I put this on the table? No, I'm going to eat it. Okay, well, I'm over here trying to hold a phone. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's real hard. All right. So my favorite place on earth to grab a beer in the throat. Oh, my God. Just so you guys know, I didn't write this. Any bar where the bartenders are. I'm not reading this. Am I? Don't read it. I want to know where your favorite place to get a beer is. For real. Okay. I wrote that because I want to see if you actually read the outline. Wow. You wrote some really crazy stuff. Yes, I did read this. We'll read that in the appendices. Okay. We'll read in the appendices. Okay. Oh, that's that is so good. So good. Strawberries or cream. Awesome. Favorite place uh, to grab a beer in the throat? I would honestly say here. No, come on, dude. Mm-mm. Don't don't that's, mess with me. That's I, I stop it. It's so nice to be patronizing. Hey, but what is your favorite establishment? If I had to man? pick an establishment, Homestead Brewery. Okay. In Heath. Uh huh. Right it. next to the um. It's like a factory. Boeing. Yeah. Yep. Holy cow. So pretty good, huh? Now, do you know food there? The the reason why is that's where I had my first IPA. Oh, let me tell you something. As was in a band, I was in a band at one point. Yeah, played the banjo. Okay, that's the banjo. Banjo. And my bandmates took me to this place. Mm -hmm. Had never really had always had the cheap, you know, college beer or whatever. Mm -hmm. Had a solid IPA. They said, "Here, try this one." I tried it, and you haven't looked back. I was like, "Well, that's that's pretty cool." I got a good sensation in the mouth, right? And then I, and they said, well, here, 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 try another one. I tried the next one. Oh boy. It was fruity. It was different. I was like, mm. well, that's different. Mm. And they're like, give it to them. They're like, but you could tell the difference, right? I was like, yeah, could really tell the difference. Mm. Try another one. And I just went right down the line. Mm. Delicious. Absolutely delicious. So any, any Your eyes were open. Yeah. Well, that, that's a good reason. Yeah. So it, it almost kind of enlightened you. 
moved you into another realm of beardom. Right, exactly. Will. Exactly. Okay, so so uh, Homestead. There we go. There's so much glare on my glasses, you couldn't even see. Are you, you still looking see at me. yourself the whole time? Well, no, I had it on you. Now I switched it over here. Oh, thank God. Um, so, so switch. Where's yours? Saying. You know, your favorite uh, my place. My favorite is there's another inn that's closest to my heart. Uh, it's the Fairview Inn in okay. Lancaster, Ohio. Yeah. There's good, cheap beer on tap. Uh, it reeks of cigarette smoke because I'm guessing until about five years ago, people smoked inside. I mean, wow. you can still smoke on the, true. on the patio and the porch. Yeah. So it just, it just, it's soaked into the wood and the bar itself, which I love. It's that stale cigarette smell. Uh, there's plenty of cockroaches and uh, probably the most beautiful view in all of Lancaster. Wow. Um, I'm not kidding. You look out the front and it's got this cool old neon beer sign too. It's actually the front of, it's, um, they're like a sponsor for our rugby club. And on our second set of uniforms, our away jerseys, we put the, the neon beer sign right in front. And it just says, the, the neon is actually just beer. Wow. It just says beer. And then it says Fairview <clears throat> Inn above that's painted on. It's this kind of um, aquamarine sign with that orange beer. And it's just, it pops. And you can look in the front. You look out and see our fairgrounds, which are gorgeous. It's like, it's the last fair in, in Ohio. So it's in like the second week of October. It's actually over our anniversary weekend week. And um, it's beautiful, you know, buildings from like the early 1900s. And then you look up and Standing Stone itself or what, you know, that's what the natives called it. But sure. Yeah. Uh, what we call it now is Mount Pleasant, which is a mountain right in the middle of Lancaster, just right there. And it's that's uninhibited. Awesome. There's no power lines in the way. You can just sit there, take in a beer. Um, it's so cool. And their slogan is since prohibition. They've been around since prohibition. And it used to actually be an inn. You used to be able to like. So when you take stay me, there. When you taking me. I've been trying to get you there forever. Really? Yeah. I want to go next time you're down here. First I've heard of it, get guys. A beer. First I've heard of it. I'm just kidding. What a player. Okay. All right. Um, well, cool. So that's neat. That was fun. Um, that was little strawberries fun. With, with cream, some Facebook Live. There it is. Moving on. With Jim and Ron. Okay. <laughs> Do you remember that show? No, I don't. Um, but, but I laugh at everything that you say just because that's We're what We're on air. Yeah. That's why. Share the load, my friends. Um, thank you so much for those of you who have. We are recording uh, Chapter 3 um, in the land of Mordor, uh, possibly tonight. We'll see oh, how, we're doing it tonight. We'll see how that goes. Okay, we're doing it tonight. Um, we also have a couple other appendices we're going to be doing tonight. Did your voice just my voice again. again. Stop it. Knock it off. I we're swear. playing a drinking game. It'd please, be every time as his please. voice cracks. <laughs> please. Huh? Shot. I have a cold. I'm like trying to like hold it together over here. And Actually, the, the air was pretty bad. You're there. being really mean. Oh. It's just been, been our day. Um, anywho. Um, so yeah, check us out on uh, on Facebook, on, on patreon.com forward slash... Um, up talking Tolkien. Like I said, we'll get the shirts going up there soon and some of their merchandise That's right, man. Uh, for that top tier uh, that we're going to start here soon. So we're also doing a continuing our pop socket giveaways. We're doing one tonight for the third set of 10. So um, you'll get to see Well, you've probably already seen, obviously how that turned out. So it'll be something different and fun. I don't know. Fortnite farewells. <laughs> yeah. You're looking at me. No, I'm looking at myself. Go ahead. Typical. Uh, we want to thank you for stepping off the road with us. Our next episode, we'll be digging deep into Chapter 10, Stroider. If you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, or leave a comment, or send us a shadow fax. He's the lord of all communication, after all. We'll see you in a fortnight, and remember, Frodo lives.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.